Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt and I am here with Ethan. Yeah. And Ricardo. Uh-huh. And you're probably wondering, where am I going with this? Well, I'll tell you. I don't have a punchline, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's where I was going with it. It's because you're lost. Lost in the wild. I'm lost lost in the Lost Woods. Currently, it is spooky scary around here, and there's fog everywhere. Sure is spooky scary around here. (laughs) I just wonder what Calamity Ganon's up to. (laughs) I can't wait to bomb some whatever enemy types are in this game. I haven't seen. I have not seen a Dodongo yet, but I don't. I think. I'm sure they, they're in I, there. I bet they will be in there. They seem like a later game enemy type thing. Oh, I know where they're at. Do I you? On, I got my eye on them. <laughs> okay. Well, you see, there's a giant. Have you wiretapped the uh, the Dodongo? <laughs> wow! Rip from the headlines. Yeah. Oh boy! No I... evidence whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, I do not have unilateral dis- authority to order wiretaps on any Hyrule citizen, so hmm. um, that's not. You get that's a late game even, unlock. That's, that's like not even a, legal. Yeah, you need to wait like four years or whatever. To get I mean, it. hey, look, listen, guys. There's drone warfare in this game, so yeah. in case anyone is confused and hasn't figured it out yet, we're talking about Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild ahead of schedule here because don't we talk about beers first? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> beers talk- are boring. Beers are last year's news. <laughs> Should we skip beers? Because like we have a lot. I mean, we could just today. say real quick what we're drinking. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm drinking another 21st Amendment Brewery beer. It is the uh, it is their El Sully Cerveza. Uh, that sounds uh, good. And it is a very tasty sweet beer. Mm. We're gonna need. We're gonna, gonna go need uh, them to start uh, paying us because every week I, I'm just drinking. Well, it's it's because I it's because I got like a literally like a 24 pack of theirs oh, from, okay. Co- from Costco as a variety pack. So oh yes, I, I, I have a new one. Every, I have a new one every week to try until I run out, and then I have to get beer. Yeah, I would give it four stars. It's very good. Yeah, I've had it. I agree with it. I'm glad I have your approval, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, what he was opinion. fishing. He was fishing. For second that. look, second look. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm have. I'm drinking. Open another um, one right now. I'm drinking. Drinking a simpler times Trader Joe's brand Pilsner, which I actually had the lager, and I thought it was the worst thing I ever drank. And how's um, the Pilsner? It's, the Pilsner it's, it's, is, so you were like, I better get more of this. brand. Well, I better try it again. I want to give the Pilsner a chance, and it's okay. It's fine. It's not great, but it's a. Uh, it's also it's probably palatable. really cheap, right? It is very cheap. That's also as Ethan's main requirement. That's my main requirement. Hey, if you can find a cheap, good beer, you're set, man. Why didn't you're you get set, name tag? Why didn't you get more name tag then? Because uh, I want to try this other simpler times. Um, I would give it a three. It's solid. Solid. All right, Ricardo, what you drinking? And I am drinking a Sapporo premium beer imported from by imported by Sapporo USA Inc. New York, New York, brewed and canned by Sapporo Brewing Company of Ontario, Canada. So this is Japanese <laughs> beer yeah. that is brewed in Canada. And comes from New York. Yes, and comes from New York. What a strange journey. I hear he gets his beer from New York City. New I York the only City. One isn't, isn't, uh, is it Kieran that's the only one that's actually Japanese? Or no, I believe Asahi. 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 It's, it's, yeah. uh, Asahi. Yeah. Asahi is the only choice. Kieran is, I believe, uh... Anheuser Busch sub property. Yeah, it's, yeah, an, it's, so. it's yeah. like it's basically a little it's, better. It's Budweiser. good, but I mean, yeah. Mm. This is a 
I feel like I feel like uh, most of these Japanese. Uh, I don't know what it would be a, a lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say it's a lager. Are very uh, very similar. So yeah, it's very uh, light and crisp. Very yeah, very very drinkable. I prefer them honestly with a uh, with some sushi or some uh, yeah. miso soup. But otherwise, yeah. it's uh, otherwise they're still solid. Yeah. Also, the Sapporo can. I'm sure people have seen it and had it in their hands. It is like, oh, they it's, need um... to build. They need to build like build this as, as a support structure of certain buildings and stuff because this can <laughs> is like impossible to fucking. That crush. is actually called. Um, as someone who worked in a recycling center, that is actually called bimetal and it's not made out of aluminum. It is uh, a sort of mixture between the two, and uh, you can get more between money the back two for that. What? Between the two, what? Interesting. Hmm? Oh, uh, uh, shoot. I might be talking on my ass for that part, but I know it is not complete. It's not actually made out of aluminum. I think it might be actually steel. Could be wrong. I don't know. Shoot, let me look. Aluminum and probably something else, some kind of alloy. Yeah, I mean it's really powerful, really strong. So like you can't even like crush it really unless. Yeah, you can like kind of squeeze it in and like dent it, but if you try to step on it to crush it, you're gonna you're gonna hurt your arches. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, it could be made of two different things. Basically, it's two metals melded together. Alloys, like you said, so. Okay, so with the beer out of the way, we can go back to what we were really wanted to came here to talk about the day, which is that, hey, the Nintendo Switch launched, and with it, so did The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, Matt, what should what, we talk about first? We're talking about the Switch, the Switch itself first, or the, the game? Let's go with the. I think the Switch launch. Which is the I think. First. Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, uh, Ethan came up to Northern California to come say hi, and uh, we went to go camp out at midnight at a Best Buy. The very first thing I did in landing, we we're just like, "All right, we're going to Best Buy." We're going now. to Best Buy right now. You didn't uh, even go to your. You didn't even go to your Airbnb that you nope. rented. I asked you though. Up. I was like, "Do you want to drop off your stuff?" And you're like, "Nah, it's fine." Yeah, the, the person stayed up until 2 in the morning to let me in, which is crazy, but, um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a very, it was weird going somewhere and then waiting in line, but then as soon as you wait in line, you're like, oh, I remember all these feelings. I remember all this stuff. Surrounded by a bunch of, uh, a bunch of nerds. A bunch of nerds. See, I've, ne- I've never stuff. done, I've never done, like, a midnight launch of any The first kind, time was so. with me and Matt waiting for it, uh, for the Wii U, so the... That was a much worse experience than this one, but this, yeah, this and also it was nice. more it was more lonely because like no one was really waiting. <laughs> there, was like, you know, there was like three or four people in line with us, but yeah, we really probably didn't need to wait in line for that one. Nope, nope. But that's all right. Well, it was, it was a fun experience. Fair, to be fair, I learned later that I didn't need to wait in line for this one either. But you don't know that kind of thing until before, and it was yeah, fun, I mean, it's there, a fun there experience. was less availability of Switch than the Wii U thing. Still, like a lot of places were sold out, but not. Not like Wii U, where it was like, you can find it anywhere, you dummy. You don't have to yeah. wait for this at all. Yeah. So the, um, yeah, we wait, we waited in line. Um, uh, the roommate that I have while I'm up here uh, joined us as well, uh, Drew. Uh, that was pretty fun. And uh, it took a while. It was a little slow. Got a little cold. It was pretty cold. cold up here. I went and got pizza, got some hot coffee later. Just, yeah. you know, walking around there entertaining myself. Um, yeah, Luckily, it was fun. Luckily, the um, the area that the Best Buy was in was not like an empty parking lot. It was like in a big shopping district. So before everything closed, at the very least, we got 
to go get food and yeah, um, Neat. coffee about, and that kind of thing. We're about like 23rd in line, something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it got a little chilly, not too bad. Uh, everyone's getting antsy. I think the weirdest thing about it to me is like all the uh, how much we how different we see like video games and media compared to like yes. the general population of uh, quote unquote nerds. Um, I know it's, it's, it sounds kind of pretentious saying that. Yeah, out loud, Ethan, but Ethan's so elitist. I know, I'm totally elitist. But like, well, we, we, I, we, we talk about this. Who, we talk about this together. Yeah. No, but elaborate. Like, what, what do you what, what do you mean? Because we have like a podcast, we kind of like dissect things a little bit more and like talk about them in, in kind of a way and follow the we're, news. We're, we're like not just fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it. it, it, it we certainly don't do this professionally. I wouldn't call us professionals or, or anything. We're not industry insiders. We're like enthusiasts, like I guess, that. of the industry, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but we're definitely we definitely I think I think we. I'd like to think we approach things on this podcast and on our website with a, a little bit more of a critical eye than we, we don't like, it's not just like everything that the gaming industry spits out. We're like super on board with, or just super not on board with, you know, we have, we tend to have more, uh, nuance than that. I think, uh, I, I agree, but, uh, and, any, anyway, but hearing these, everyone in there, Someone brought up, like, the line is obviously everyone's a bunch of nerds and they're talking to each other. And, you know, you don't, unless you're having a podcast or something, you don't get many avenues to do that, usually, generally. Um, but they're talking about the new Power Rangers movie. And however, was basically <laughs> yeah. of the opinion, yeah, it might be dumb, but I'm going to go see it anyway. Like, it's going to be Day, day be cool. one, going to go see it at midnight. Or going to go see oh, it, like, opening, opening night. And I'm like, uh... And, like, people were like, it's probably gonna be terrible, but I can't wait. Like, like that kind of, like, mentality. Like, <laughs> it's like, like uh, <coughs> alright. You mean... can tell people... It was a little bit of, like, I'm totally the biggest fan, but I don't want to sound like an idiot if it sucks. So I'm gonna say, yeah, I know it will probably be bad. Yeah. But I don't it, mind. It was weird. It's weird seeing that and just, like, other opinions about games and stuff like that was... Another... A lot of, like, people who got their information, a lot of from, like, YouTube channels and things like that, which, of course, is, like, you know, not that weird or abnormal these days, but it was, um... It was just funny to hear that as, like, a primary source of information, I guess, as opposed to, like, I kind of use that stuff more as tertiary. Yeah. Like, I think it's entertainment value. Yeah, or entertainment, yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> it's just funny seeing that and just being like, are we out of touch? Do we not know, like, are we the ones who are wrong, or are they wrong? We sit in our ivory tower, and we look yeah. down upon the masses. Regardless, everyone was really hyped up for Zelda. And pretty, yeah, uh, and, everyone was, and, it was, and everyone was really nice, too. I won't say that, too. We, we are not yeah, at no, all, no, they are all criticizing nice or making fun of people. It just it just definitely, that me and Ethan definitely looked at each other a few times being like, this is a weird conversation going on next to us right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I th- I feel like <laughs> I feel like there was a similar situation in like uh, when me and Ethan were waiting to get in line, uh, waiting to get inside of Evo. Yeah. The first morning. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was very like, reminiscent of that. It's where like, you just meet someone and man, you're like, this person might be cool, and then they say a thing, and you're like, yeah. Uh, it's it, me and me and one of my wrestling uh, friends. Well, actually, he's a, some a guy that we all know, Justin. I have very similar experiences like waiting to get into wrestling shows too where it's like a guy will be talking with you and you'll be like oh this guy seems pretty cool and then he'll say like yeah he'll say one thing that's like takes it a bit too far and then you kind of take a step back and you're like oh this guy is not cool actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's it's a weird thing but anyway uh so we got or we finished the line got through we got a switch 
There's plenty out we did. there. Um, uh, there was, although I they think ran the, out. Very, the very end of that line, I think, like, because like, it was a big Best Buy. They, there was like 50-something, 60-something There's two stories, bro. It's crazy. Um, what? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was built in an old uh, Chrysler, Chrysler, building, Chrysler building. Like, it used to have like, a, a Chrysler car show. Like, According to some guy who rode by, by you know, bicycle. On a bike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> And he just, he just wrote by on a bike spouting out random factoids about the Pretty era. much. Like, I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, it was, so it was, it was very big best buy. He was, he was very similar to a Legend of Zelda character. Yeah. He's like, Hoy, did you know <laughs> that that old building used to be a Chrysler building in, in red letters? That's why the sign is so strange. Anyway, take good luck. take pictures of the sign. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. Have a good bye. day. <laughs> Uh yeah, so only a few people didn't get switches, but I mean they came like really late. So and then I mean, and then um the, the as, as Ethan mentioned earlier at first because we like I was I drove by in the morning and I was like there's no one in line sweet this hopefully no one will no and then like that morning you know every Legend of Zelda review came out and it was like glowing ten stars uh-huh. you know five stars whatever it was the second uh, coming uh as Ethan referred to it several times the second coming. Um and and then I was like, oh no, there's gonna be a line, and so I went to pick up Ethan from the airport. And we came back, and I was like, oh no, there's a big line, and I was really worried that we weren't gonna get a spot. And then as the night went on, people were like, no, nah, we're pretty certain that we're gonna get a spot. We're gonna get one. Um, we're gonna get a switch. And then they came out, and they were okay with that, and they got us uh the little t- ticket that said that we were good for one. Yeah, and they- also, I want to say this: we were promised a freaking uh. We poster. were promised a freaking poster, and we didn't get one. Oh, uh, man. The Best Buy had, like, this launch event where they're like, you get a free poster when you, when you come to our midnight launch. Apparently, that was and only for pre-orders. They that's, what they, that's what they said. But that a freaking, sucks. A, a co-worker of mine who was at a different Best Buy and who did not have a pre-order got a, po- got a poster. So I think they just effed up at this location. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of like what we were talking about before we started recording of, like... Oh, wait, is that the thing that you were talking about before we start recording where it's like, oh, I hope I get it. It goes from, oh, man, I hope I get <laughs> no, a Switch no, no. to, but, uh, oh, man, was... I didn't get a poster. No, 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 no. it was not that bad. It no. was a, I, I hope we get a Switch to, oh, man, I hope I get the Zelda Special Edition because as much as I really don't like Special Editions of things, uh, this one, I'm uh, probably because I'm just a huge Nintendo fanboy, but this one seemed cooler. Um, than most. It came and with like a useful accessory, like the, yeah. the pouch for putting the switch in is pretty and I, nice. And I love soundtracks, and it comes with the soundtrack of the game. Yeah. And the soundtrack of the game is very good. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, so we got in. Uh, there was uh, the gray seemed to be less popular than the um, multicolor. Yeah, so which is I, funny. Cons, which I've is been funny. noticing that, and that yeah. is weird. It's also to funny me. to me because me and Matt both were like, "Man, that looks stupid." But then we kind of like at, on launch day, we're like, "Man." You know those two colors are pretty cool. That pretty looks cool. Stupid. Like when, looks when they announce cool. those, when they announce those colors, just to clarify that, right? That's what you mean, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, like like back when they showed it off at you know that January event, I remember us both saying that neon looks terrible. And then by the time it came around the launch day, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll go, I get the neon, I think, and I did end up getting the neon, hmm. um, which I got like we got like the last ones, didn't we? Yeah, last few. There was only a couple left. <laughs> the last neons, at least. There was plenty of grays. There was lots of grays. Yeah. Um. So, which is also silly because you could just go you buy. Could, you could just buy Joy Cons, and, and it's not. I mean, if you have the funds to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so you, everyone was well, big spending that day. So yeah, I mean, watch, it's know? it's kind of like you're already at this point. You're already you're already in for a penny put in a pound. 
Yeah. Because uh, that's what I ended up doing uh, with uh, – I mean, I had a gift card, which was nice, and I have an Amazon gift card, which I bought some other accessories with too. So less of it came out of my personal funds, which is helpful. Um, but uh, I got – let's see. I got Total. I've got the Switch itself. I got a second set of Joy-Cons. I've got a Pro Controller. Which is like the most ludicrously expensive accessory. Seventy dollars. Uh, yeah. Is it seventy or eighty? Oh shoot, you're right. Eighty. Seventy nine. I think it's eighty dollars, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's. The, it's a very it's nice a, controller. It's got a lot. It's very. It's very comfortable. It feels very. It's the best controller. It has uh, amiibo support for the Switch. It has amiibo support. Um, it has a, a, a gyroscope, you know, analog or like movement, um, tilt control things in it, so you can aim with it if you want to turn that feature on. Um. Yeah, and and it's like translucent, so you can see through it. Wow, scandalous! Ooh, yeah, you can see the circuitry, and it's like an N sixty four controller in here. Um, yeah, it's it's a very good controller, and I also got a Zelda art book, and then the normal copy of Zelda and One Two Switch. But I really wanted the special edition. They were out of the special edition. All the pre-order people had taken that. I, I, I just loved how both you and your roommate looked at that art book. Was like, I'm buying this, and I was like, Oh man, that's the most impulsy thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you just saw it, it was just like that looks awesome. I'm buying it, and you didn't get a look inside or anything. You just saw the the beautiful no, artwork you on could, the outside. You, you couldn't look on the inside. It was all like straight wrapped up. So I know. So it's just like I'm buying this. Both what, you did. What was, was like, this art book? Was it the Hyrule Historia or what? It it's, was? It's, no, it's very similar in it's like, like design just the and art and the concept art and. And, uh, it's like con- it's like original art concept art. Cover art and stuff. Yeah, and like original concept art and original um, character design art for every single Zelda game. It's also very cool to see like Azora through the years or whatever as they like evolve yeah. through each art style and go through each. Like it's a really cool book, honestly. It's a, and it's huge. It it's a really thick book too. It's actually thicker than I thought it was originally. Yeah, it's. it's um, big. I did find it. If you, by the way, if you have Prime and you and you are interested by that, that pitch, go get it on Prime because I did <laughs> find it for like half the price when I went to. Amazon Prime it was a lot cheaper, so that's good to know for, for future reference. Um, yeah, so then we uh, just went back and booted we up the opened up the system and booted it up and got and got it all set up and then we um, did we do we play Zelda that night? I can't even. No, remember. I went no, home we didn't. because uh, it was like two one or two in the morning. I didn't yeah. want to keep the it was up too late. And so. you and you we wanted, wanted to, and you anyway. wanted to see the, and you wanted to see the beginning of the game specifically, so you didn't. Um, so I didn't play it. We did play some snipper clips, the very beginning yes. of snipper clips, I believe. Okay. Um, and also, before we get to the games themselves, I'll just say that the, then the next morning I woke up at seven a.m. Like honestly, not planning to do this or not having set an alarm or anything like that, my body just woke me up at that time. Uh, and I was like, "F it, I'll just go to Target and see what they have if they have the special edition of Zelda." And it turns out they did have special edition of Zelda at Target. And they actually had a bunch of Switches there, too. I, I, I rolled up at 8.05, five minutes, after they, five minutes after they opened. And there was just, like, a, there was a line outside. But it was, like, you know, 15 people or so. I got in the back of the line. I'm like, ah, there's probably too many people in line. They're probably going to have, like, 10 copies of this special edition, and then I'll be done. And I walked inside, and they were serving people at, like, the customer service desk. And they just had all the Switches and all the uh-huh. accessories there. And I was like, whoa, there's, like, 30 Switches in this stacked up on top of each other. It's like... 50 there's like 20 versions of the special edition of zelda they have all the controllers they have everything just like like tons of stuff so i was like sweet i'll get one of those and i sold ethan my copy of zelda to take home to a friend of ours so that 
is how I got everything that I wanted out of the everything Switch launch. Everything that you wanted. And yep, and now I don't, content. as as we talked about before, just like just like how capitalism works, now I don't have to buy anything else. You're content. Yeah, you're done. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, Mario uh, Kart coming out at some point. Yeah, I did, I did, and that's pre-ordered with my Amazon gift card, so. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. That, so, it was super fun doing that stuff, and then we played Zelda the next day. Yeah, and, uh, and now I really am content because that game is uh, the second coming of, of video games. <laughs> <It's the second laughs> coming. As Ethan so... If there was, uh, it's, yeah, it's the second coming of video games. If there's a game that makes you go, man, I really need to beat The Witcher 3, that's the it's game. That game. It's yeah. finally, Which is like, funny it's because finally it's... Come. Which is funny because it's actually really similar to The Witcher Three, and yeah. if you think uh, about it, not, no. I don't see it that way because there's a lot less. Like the whole thing about Witcher Three is like quests and dialogue and all that stuff and exploring like a world. Well, this is more like you just explore the world and solve puzzles and stuff. There's like no puzzles in Witcher Three at all. Well, know? okay, but there's, there's a lot of similarities. I, I mean, it's, not, it's not, an not open world exact, game. Not saying it's the exact same game. It's an open world game where you're encouraged to explore the world and find a bunch of hidden cool stuff that's not on the main, the main path. I guess I feel like uh, Zelda does a better job of make, wanting to make you explore, while uh, Witcher's kind of better at guiding you along that path a little bit more. While Zelda's kind of more like, just go and there's probably something up there wherever you climb or whatever. Right. But again, I haven't played Zelda. I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, Zelda is pretty amazing. Now, Ricardo, you also got the one of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I did, I did. Uh, the but, day... you didn't buy it, but you didn't buy a Nintendo Switch. No. So the day, yeah, I actually have dusted off the old Wii U and bought the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild. Actually, it was a little bit tough to find. The f- I went to Target first and... Um, my target, my local target, didn't actually have, like, any Switch stuff, like, set up hmm. or anything, like, out on display. But what time, was, what, what time was this? This was after work, though. So, See, like, I think it was, was just for their opening thing they did it. Because I went back to Best Buy later that day as well, and they didn't have anything. Makes like... sense, because that's where I headed at, at. But that's the thing, is they didn't have even the Legends of Because all I cared about was the, the Wii U version, and they did not have that uh, out. And so I went to Best Buy... And I, they actually had the whole, like, Switch lineup. All the accessories, though, and the Switches were um, sold out, but they did have a few of the games left. Uh, I mean, there's only, like... That was the, th- the funny thing, is, like, looking at, um, like, the Switch... Like, literally all the Switch games that are out at launch, and it's, like, four games... Like, for me, it, I didn't it's register four to physical, me. four physical copies. Yeah, yeah. To me, it didn't re- register until I actually saw it that there's, like, only four physical games out yeah. for this for the system. But uh, they did not have the Wii U version there either. So then I hit up... Uh, well, I was actually really close to just being like, you know what? I don't think I need this game. Like, I'm playing Dark Souls 3 again. Like, this jam's gonna be out here. Like, I still have four on her. Like, do I really need this game? Like, who cares? But I was like, let me stop at Walmart. And sure enough, Walmart had, like, a ton of copies of everything for the Switch and for the Wii U version. So I picked it up. Did they have have consoles? They did not have consoles. They had a lot of, uh, they actually had a lot of accessories, but they did not have Mm. consoles. Okay, just curious. Um, So, yeah, I went home and I actually. Against my better judgment, I think I I booted it up that night and played for about an hour. What time was this? 
Uh, it was only about like, it was only about like eight thirty, but like I was exhausted from work because I believe I had to go in early that day. I was just kind of exhausted and just kind of wanted to sleep, but I was like, eh, let me try this because maybe it'll catch me. And sure, to, to to be honest, like the game. I mean, like, I think we'll get into talking about the game proper now, but, like, the game, that night and then the second night I attempted to play it, both times I only played it for about hour-long chunks, and it was not, like, grabbing me. At the point in which I stopped playing the second night, I had just escaped, like, the Great Plateau area. Right. And so I was like, I'm sure the game's going to open up now, but uh, from what I've seen right now, like, it's very kind of underwhelming, so, like, do I even care? And uh, today I finally had some time to play and played it for a good, like, three and a half, four hour chunk. And um, I can't even really, it's, it's a game that has a lot of parts, and yet somehow mm-hmm. it and yet somehow it still manages to be way more than the sum of its parts yes. somehow like it's I think just that's definitely a, true it's just an odd feeling you get when playing the game like you see all these mechanics and again like in those first couple hours playing i was like okay i know this mechanic i know this mechanic okay is I'm clearing out this, I'm going to check out this, this is all stuff I've seen, and it's not, it's it's not doing anything for me that it, other games have not done, but then when you finally kind of, uh, uh, you know, you, you jump off of the, the Great Plateau there, yeah. the starting area, and it is kind of like, and you just like, go, it you is kind of like, yeah, breaking the, like, the chain that was holding you down, because then... The game just becomes something completely different at that point, and yeah. it's just, uh, it was, it's I, I, just been a joy, it's been a joy to play so far. It's, yeah, I, I really appreciate, too, like, like, you know, relatively speaking, how fast they take that chain off of you, mm-hmm. and, and, and even how, within that confine that you start in, you have a lot of freedom to just be like, yeah, just do these four things to get the items that you need, and then, at that point... Go, yeah, you know, you're gonna go wherever, literally wherever you want. But this, like, even the beginning is like, figure stuff out. Like, you know, there's no tutorials for anything other than, uh, like the very first time you pick up one of those new items in the <laughs> four shrines that you get. Yeah, like you'll get tool tips and some hints when, like, in fact, today when I was playing, I got a hint on how to shield surf. And I, I never, I, and I completely I missed that. how to I, do it though. Is I completely missed the prompt because I was it was in the middle of a fight with a with a moblin, and I was like, I, I, and I was like, what the fuck does that say? I don't know. I can't focus on that. I'm gonna fight this stupid moblin. Right. So I I I, I think what you do is um I I don't actually know. I've heard reviewers mention this, but I completely forgot that it existed when I was playing it. I never used it. Um, but I think what, all you do is just drop a shield, like go into your inventory and just one of the shields you have, just drop it. And if I it's on no a, if it, and if it's on a slope or anything like that, you'll be able to just Surf like have Link it. just jump down, jump on it. And yeah, like stuff like that. Where it, or um, I don't know if you've ever encountered like if you've ever like 
lit anything on fire, like a mm-hmm. grass, like grass or anything like that. But it creates this big updraft, and you can like jump and pull out your yeah. Thing I know, and it... just like launch yourself into the air. See, like I noticed that making that like swirling wind, and I was like, but this was before I had gotten the paraglider, and I was like, I'm, I bet if I, I bet I could probably fly off that thing, but I haven't actually tried it yet. Yeah, you can. You totally can. That looks... Yeah, that's something I'm going to have to try. Stuff like that is just... It's just great how this game just lets you just figure stuff out, Mm -hmm. like, yourself. And there's the stuff where you... When you figure out a puzzle or or figure out a way to do something that doesn't seem like the normal way to do it is is pretty pretty awesome. I I have definitely had some times where it's been like, I'm going to fly all the way to, to this thing. I like see just to see if I can do it. And it's like, Oh man, like there's something really cool over here that I didn't see before. Or there's like this, like there's like, look at all these apples lined up in a row. And there's like one missing in this row of apples. I'm going to uh-huh. put an, I'm going to drop an apple there. And then like something really cool happens. Like, yeah. You like, you know what I mean? Like that. You just like, Oh, what the, that's a, that's not, a, that's awesome. Like that's really like, it doesn't awesome. draw your attention to it, but you can kind of like find it organically. Mm. It's not like mm-hmm. in a dungeon where you're searching for it. It's not like you walk up and like a cutscene starts and then the guy goes, hmm, there seems to be a missing apple yeah. here. Like, like it, it's yeah. very shocking how little this game holds your hand compared to, especially when you played like uh, Skyward Sword where it was just like everything, like everything you pick up. It was like, here's a little tutorial on what you picked up. And it's like, dude, I picked up like a hundred of these bomb chews or whatever I'm freaking holding. Like, yeah. I know exactly how they work. And this one, it's like you pick it up once, it tells you, and then it's like, okay, I'll leave it alone. It's like they learn their lesson from that game <coughs> for sure yeah and um ricardo without uh without giving too many spoilers here what like what part are you at in the game have you i just happened upon a first like little it's not even it's it's not even a it's uh not even like a settlement or anything it's a is it a stable it, yes the stables ah, is where, okay. where i just i just left off on uh so and that opened up that opens up a brand new mechanic of uh horse riding horse uh, wrangling yeah horse wrangling and horse riding yes. which was just like again it was just another moment cuz like ag- like right before that you're in you know you're out in the wilds i had run into some guy at a campfire before but i was like man this is uh this is definitely going to be like a very like, untamed experience, I think, besides, like, a couple of cities, I'm sure I'm not gonna run into much civilization, and then you come through, like, this gorge and come around the corner, and I just see, like, a building out in the, like, a building in the distance, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And then, sure enough, I go in, and there's tons of people here, Yeah, and I'm talking to everybody, and it's just... And there's, like, travelers walking down the roads, and, like, you'll find them on, you'll find them camping on the side of the road, Mm -hmm. uh, you actually see a lot more people in this game than I thought, as I agree, I had the same impression that you did, too, of, like, this is gonna be, like, some ruined, like, you know, wildland situation of like oh it's everyone talks like the, this is not spoiler to say that the very beginning of the game says like a hundred years ago a great you know calamity happened and that's why mm. everything's destroyed um uh, but so like it made it made me definitely think the same as you of like oh, okay there's gonna be like a couple cities that are like the main towns and then you know there's not gonna be anything else but no you actually run to people all the time like walking around you know like mm-hmm. again traveling from point a to point b kind of thing um 
and it's really cool. Me and Ethan talked about this too when when he was over here. What the game does with distance of like what you just described right there of like what's that building? In the, what's that building over there? There's a mm-hmm. there's a building there. I didn't it's like that. And then like it's not just always a building, but it's just something of like what's that over there? There's a thing. There's a weird like, rock shape. Like yeah, there, or there's yeah, there's a mountain. There's a there's a hill. There's a tree like sticking out in a really. Odd Weird way. way, like the way yeah, it directs your eyes to like yeah. look at this, and it's like look, oh, okay, and it's like always just a little bit further away. Like you get to that thing that you got to, and you're like, "That's awesome! Oh, I can see that now. I can and see this thing over here." The other thing is, like, is like the game kind of rewards you for going to see that every time. It's not like, "Oh man, like I'm gonna go here." Uh, I was like, "Nothing." There's like an empty it's like a building. Yeah, it's nothing. It's always like, "Oh, sweet sword that I can use for a while," or like uh, that was uh, the thing like is puzzles or yeah. Is here when when you finally start open up uh, opening up the game, I I was like that, that's the thing is I feel like so so many other open world games have trained you to to be like okay yeah you can go over here or you can see this or you can do this but is there really going to be any point to like right. doing any of I that think, stuff I think I think we all collectively rolled our eyes right when I mean like hearing out of E three and. Every video game journalist was saying that, like, every Nintendo rep is saying, you see that mountain? You can go there. Like, the line we've all heard a bajillion times. But I feel like this actually is one of those actual rare instances where that promise delivers. I I... Not not because, oh, you can go to that mountain, but because you, like, want to go to that mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly. always the, the, the After thing. playing a, a lot of, like, the Souls games recently... Um, one thing that was just kind of cool about it is the exploration, right? But the problem is, is you get to an area and you can't really do anything because the level, enemies are way too high of level or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool, I'll come back to this later. Obviously, yeah, it's not intended for me now. Zelda does the same thing, this new one, where it's like, oh, these guys are like going to kick my ass. Like, these guys, like, one hit, one hit killed me. Yeah, and, exactly. And I died like, a ton of times. More times than I've ever died in a Zelda The thing game that's cool game. about it is if you try and bang your head against it, like, because of the four, like, things you get when you get off the plateau, which are used to solve basically every puzzle in the basically game. Basically every puzzle, yeah. Um, you could do anything, really, if you set your mind to it. Like, mm-hmm. if you really want to kill this yeah. big, this, uh... This big one-hit dude, you can probably try doing it if you're just very careful. Just kind of chip away at him. Yeah, if you use, like, your or, bombs or whatever, or try or to this, use the environment, uh, like, roll boulders at him. Like, it gives yeah. you the option to do that stuff. That's that's really cool to me. That's the thing that yeah. made me go, like, okay, this is something special more so than, like, ah, it's just another open-world game. It's like, no, it kind of gives you the option if you want to do it as opposed to just being like, okay, come back later when you're a higher level, buddy. And 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 unlike um, Dark Souls too, there's no levels, right? There's no like you're not yeah. leveling up. Yeah. So so like I found this sword recently that's like to put it in perspective here, you start out you know getting tree branches and clubs off of the enemy you know uh, bokoblins. We're talking like their attack power is like two, three, five. Yeah. You get you get a ten and you're like whoa, this is a freaking mm-hmm. ten. I found a sword that was level fifty. <laughs> Oh Damn. man! The other day in a, in a special dungeon, because I wandered into, I basically decided what I did at one point was I teleported back to the plateau and went in a different direction than I than than the starting kind uh-huh. of. Because at the very beginning of the game, you get off the plateau, but a character does give you a kind of like you should probably go this way, but like you know, hey, go wherever you want, but you should, you should, this is probably a good direction for you to start in, kind of thing. Uh-huh. So that's where that's where you're headed, I think, Ricardo. Yeah. Um, but uh, and so I went that way at the beginning, but then I teleported back and i was like what if i went this way and i did and then i did find a lot of enemies that were a lot tougher um 
including some of the you know the guardians that have been uh, advertised in the uh, you know trailers and mm-hmm. cinematics and things like that ahead of time. And it, interestingly enough, yeah, I found his shrine and uh, inside that shrine it was a much higher level weapon than anything I'd seen nice. before. So I have not used that because that obviously. But here's, here's the thing about that is, but it's like since you found that, like it's it's also the durability system makes it so that like. Oh shoot! I'm gonna save this. If yeah. I do find something I really want to take down, like I can do that because I found this really sick kind of overpowered weapon. But it doesn't break the game. It doesn't make it right. so it's like, no. oh man, I always have these sick power weapons. Unless you have like amiibos or something to drop stuff in. But you know, um, you're not always yeah. gonna find those. And even and I think even those amiibo weapons are scaled. Because, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, my roommate bought the amiibos for this game, and uh, while we have we have experimented with them every now and then, they definitely give you a bunch of like food items that are rarer than normal. And it, and they'll drop like one special item, but they're not like gonna break your game either. Um, mm-hmm. It's gonna be like whatever situation you're currently in, like what what kind of item that the game expects you to have been able to get at this point. It kind of drops one of those, like a high version of one of those. Um, and yeah, like <coughs> there's just so many cool like I don't know if you've had any like cool things happen to you yet, Ricardo. That just seems so crazy. Like I had a situation where I think I think you actually did. We're like we were wandering around the plateau, me and mm-hmm. Ethan, uh, and this giant rock just fly, flies out of the ground, and it just says, uh, I, "Whatever the name of this thing is." I think is, it's Stone like Tallis. Yeah, and this, yeah. And this boss meter shows up, and it's like no indication that this is going to happen. There's not like a, it wasn't very obvious arena kind of situation. And then like I'm like I'm probably should I should probably run away from this thing right and Ethan's like yeah so I got behind a tree and it's like throwing rocks at me and I'm like yeah I'm, I'm probably gonna leave and I like take a step and the rock doesn't hit me but like the explosive parts of the rock <sighs> that fly off hit me in one one shot I'm dead see and so see like I think I had the same exact experience because in the in the plateau you hit up uh, like four shrines. But they're and they're kind of spread out so that you hit most of the corners of the map of that of that uh that one area. But there is like one corner of the map that you don't really aren't forced down to go. And so I was like, before I jump off this thing, let me go check it out. And sure enough I came to this clearing and this big stone monster came, but I had like the opposite reaction of like when he popped up. I was just like, all right, let's go. I guess, how how am I going to fight this thing? <laughs> and so I started chucking bombs at him. Right. And it wasn't doing anything. And then no. that's when I kind of started saying, okay, maybe maybe I don't want to fight this thing. <laughs> and so he started throwing his, like, arms at me. And actually, that's the thing is, like, both you and my roommate Ray said they got clobbered with one of these things and it one-shot them. I don't know if it was, like, the physics system and it was a glancing blow or something, but, like, I got clipped you by better one shield, of the rocks. The better armor. I don't know. I feel like I just had yeah. the, the like, you can find some, some decent, well, not decent, but you can find some, like, better gear in that starting area, but I didn't feel like I had that much, like, protection. But I got clipped I by one of the rocks and it only took, like, one heart away. And I think that kind of emboldened me to say, like, oh, this guy doesn't hit that hard. Like, I, I could fight this guy. And uh, sure enough, when he went to go, like, he replaces his arms after he throws them at you. Yes. Um, and I noticed he had that, like, there's a black protru- protrusion, like, sticking out of his, uh, like, out of his, out of the top part of him. 
But I was like, I bet that's what I have to attack. Because I think even the white arrow, like, for to lock on to enemy, like, popped up over that thing for, like, a half second as he was bending down. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get him to throw his arms again. And then when he goes to refill him, I'm going to shadow the Colossus, this bitch. And so when he <laughs> threw his arms and he refill went to go get him again, I just ran around the back of him. And jumped on his back and climbed up him. And nice. I took out my sledgehammer and I just, uh, like, just his, just melted his health away by, That's like, amazing. just clipping off that, that, uh, how did black you attack while you were, while you were climbing? I was on top no, of when, him. No, once you, yeah, once you get to the top, you're like, he's a stable platform. Okay. So I, so, just... so, he, so I found another one of him later uh-huh. on, spoilers, uh, in a completely different part of the, in a completely different part of the world. Um, and he had the so the same you know same basic principle. He had one mm-hmm. of those uh, little crystals sticking out of him too, but it was on his back, Ooh. not on his not on his head. So uh, I did end up fighting that one because I was tougher at this point in the game and had more stuff um, and felt more confident in fighting him. But it was definitely a long drawn out process because I couldn't just like get on top of him and stay there. I had to like find ways to like mm-hmm. I had to ch- chuck a bomb over the top of him. And let oh. it roll down his back, and then detonate it at the right time to to have him get hit once. And then once mm-hmm. he got hit once, he would fall over, and that would oh. be a chance to uh, to do that. I I had a uh, one other little anecdote before we move on, maybe to some of our other thoughts. But I just want to say, like one of, one of the other things I I really 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 thought was just a beautiful thing. I don't even know what exactly happened, but I was um, a lot of the moblin and uh, bacoblin camps are up on these little trees tree forts they have and mm. at one the, there was like two tree forts kind of next to each other kind of attached kind of thing uh-huh. and i was like sneaking i was sneaking up to one of them getting ready to do it like trying to attack uh these guys and try and do it one at a time or, or uh, in small chunks because if, if if one of the watchtower guys alert sees you they'll blow a horn and everybody in the whole camp will get alerted to to mm-hmm. where you're at so i'm walking up and or crouch walking up or whatever and one of the guys manages to see me and I kill him really quickly. But then another guy sees that and he blows the horn. And then on the second tower now where they have a pretty clear line of sight, I'm some archer guys or somebody are up there and they have a bunch of explosive barrels and they all grab the explosive barrels at once. And they, they're pretty good aim. Like they can like uh-huh. throw those things pretty far. But the thing is, they all threw them at the same time, so they all exploded right next to them, <laughs> and just all of them, all of them died in one shot. And I was, and in the meantime, though, I was still fighting like three dudes because on the second tower, closer to where I actually was, like three or four guys had come down and was all attacking me. So I'm just like fighting some guys, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, an ex- like explosion happens, and six enemies just go flying off this tower, and I haven't <laughs> done a single thing. I haven't like, I haven't tried to do anything to them. <laughs> oh man, the, the amount of like enemies flying through the air in this game is also fantastic. Like, it's yeah. beautiful, yeah. It's good, it's good shit. The explosions yeah. are really cool. Just like it's the uh, enemy. The enemy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say just like the, the there was this Bacoblin camp that they were all like asleep by a river, yes. and they were just all the, the enemy patterns. I was gonna say like the sleeping. And yeah, the... they 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 for some reason we're all sleeping next to explosive barrels. <laughs> yes, and there was a, as you do. OSHA is not a thing in Hyrule, <laughs> and especially not for the Bacoblins. There was a there was a cooking like a cooking pot nearby, and I just took a a boko spear and set it on fire, 
and then I just walked up and just chucked it into this pile of goblins as they were sleeping, and they just all exploded and flew in every single direction. <laughs> yeah. Like, one just whizzed right pa- like right by me, and it just it felt like... And then I just went over back to the cooking pot, and I was like, what if I combined an acorn with a fish? Would that be a good thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I was going to ask you, Ricardo, one of the most important things is, as a connoisseur of fine meats from Monster Hunter, what do you feel about the cooking oh, in man. this game? The cooking was stringing me along for a little bit early in the game when I wasn't having that, that good of music, time. That was... music is great. Yes. And, blink, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, like in fact, today I ran into uh, a traveling, a traveling dude who was like, he had a donkey, and he was like, uh, oh, he was really earnest. He's like, um, me and my buddy here are just trying to sell some stuff. Uh, do you think you could help us out and buy something? And I was like, what'd you get? What do you got? And he's like, he had milk butter and eggs and i was like give me all that you have right now because I'll i need to try this each. shit out <laughs> and what did it do when you combined them i made some hot buttery apples oh I, yeah i made some uh, i just I, I, I forget what else I made with the milk. It was funny because when I threw the milk in, he just threw the bottle. He just throws the entire bottle in. He just throws the bottle of milk and not like pours it out. The eggs are great too because he just throws the entire egg shell and yeah. all into the thing. Um, I I um I just found cane sugar in a place Ooh. that I'm at. Uh, I have no it's idea. Like real not, artisanal baking stuff. I no, I've not used it on anything yet. But like it, one of the things I it found mentions you can use it to make cakes. Like so, I'm like, ooh, yes. um, cakes. Cakes are in this game. Um, yeah. So you can. So basically, the, the 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 esoteric nature of this game even extends to the cooking system. But there's no. Although to its detriment, I think there's no recipe book. I really like. I really like if there's. Yeah, I wish that it was uh, actually gathered into one area and not just. Oh, how did I make this again? Let me look up the recipe. Basically, it's all modular. So in your inventory, you go to like the hold menu, and you can just hold up to five things in your hands, and each of those things have their own properties, and it kind of modularly um, combines them in such a way that you have this Hylian shroom, which gives you hearts, and then you have a. Um, you know, a, like, razor, uh, like, fish, which does extra attack damage, and then you combine mm-hmm. that with some rock salt, and that will give you, like, a salted mushroom fish dish or something like that, yeah. and that will, like, give you extra hearts and increase your attack and, like, do a little bit extra because of the salt. You know, like, that kind mm-hmm. of thing is kind of the concept of how the cooking works. Yeah, my my one problem right now with the cooking has been just that I only have four hearts, and a lot of the stuff I've made is like, this gives you six hearts. And yeah. I'm like, well, I that's going to be horribly inefficient if I decide to eat that when I'm injured. So it leads to me also kind of making stuff that I want to make and then getting a bunch of apples and just throwing them in a fire to make baked apples. Roasted so I apples, just, yeah. yeah and that's the other thing, too. Besides the normal cooking, you can just throw, like, most items into a fire and just it, that also turns them into something different, which is kind of cool as well. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We talked a lot about... I'm not so, done. I'm sure, I'm sure so we'll much... talk about it more, though. There's so There's much so more, but we, have, we also game. have next oh, week. This, I would just say this. I just say this. This game has so much in it. This game is really good. Yeah, the, the... I, I am totally in love with this game. And I, and I, yes, I admit I am full big Nintendo and Zelda fanboy, more so than you two are. 
but just like like I had a lot of like yeah trepidation about this game of like Zelda's they're trying to make this a big open world thing and they're trying to copy a bunch of other games like I don't know and I think that the final thing I want to say about it is that um something that Austin Walker really said about it in his re- in his like review on Waypoint which is just that like this game isn't just big because it's huge. It's like a huge area mm-hmm. of landmass, but it's also like it's got scope. Like there is stuff to do and mm-hmm. things that make you want to explore this. Not just a big. It's not just a big empty landmass. There's actually like there's so much detail packed into mm-hmm. almost every corner of this exactly giant area. Again, like I I went uh, like not to not to get too deep into it but like i went into like a little like a little sunken uh village area being like i'm sure this is just a unique setting like i'm sure there's not anything over here and i found like five like like two korok seeds like three treasure chests and like a bunch of other stuff just in this little area yeah and that's just just you i organically decided to go over there the first couple of times I played the game, I was definitely saying, all right, like, let's, like, show me what you got. Like, I'm waiting for this game to really, really impress me. And then today is when the game finally just, I went from saying, okay, I'm going to play some Legend of Zelda because I, maybe it'll be, this will be the time that it, it hooks me to now, I feel like tomorrow and maybe even later tonight saying, like, I want to play Legend of Zelda because I can't stop playing legend of zelda yeah i've also been... ricardo this is a random point but is this your first 3d zelda game no it's not my first oh, 3D okay. Zelda it's game, the first but... one that you've like really enjoyed though right you've yes. talked a lot about how you don't like the 3d zelda game exactly yeah this is the first hmm. one i've really really in uh enjoyed that's cool all right what else do we play, Matt? We played other games. There's other games on the Switch, despite no, you know, there isn't. the main I, marquee so, title. So Ethan left on Saturday night to say, I played Zelda all day on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, I expected nothing different. So <laughs> I, I was know, like, I'm, sure. I'm like, oh, I feel kind of bad not staying the whole weekend, but also Matt will have stuff to do. He's not going to be bored. <laughs> I, uh, I walked out of the house to go get a coffee and a croissant from the, the local bakery, which is literally 100 feet from my house. Uh, and uh, I went to the front office to pick up the package that arrived, which was the Switch. Uh, oh, that the finally came? Joy, extra Joy-Con controllers. Oh, the Switch. Has Not, the Switch appeared yet? No, I canceled that. I, I hope it doesn't come because, okay. like, Amazon broke down on Friday. That's something we didn't really mention in our news section, but a lot of people's Switch pre-orders didn't arrive either on time or on Friday at all, um, which is interesting. Amazon dropped the ball, it seems like. Uh, okay, we did <coughs> play other games, didn't we? We played 1-2-Switch uh, and Super Clips. Oh, we played 1-2-Switch. We played all of 1-2-Switch. Played every single game. game. We played every single game in 1-2-Switch. We played it in, in one night. state in possible. One, <laughs> we played it after we went out to a German restaurant that served beer by the liter. God damn. And we got a liter of beer each from <laughs> this German restaurant. It was very tasty beer, too. I liter. Um and they had uh what you you had uh, schnitzel and I had I had curry so bratwurst Ooh. and uh, I love German food like yeah, it's such it's, an underrated like cuisine that like doesn't really take off but damn it's, it's so a, good it's it's like total without without trying to sound derogatory it's drunk food 
It's really good drunk food. Yeah, it's, you know it, I, I mean? say it's drunk like, comfort I, food sort of thing. Yeah, it's just exactly. Like, it's not fried, like, kind of greasy, but it's not. Yeah, like, but it's, it's not. It's, no, it no, but feel not as gross as like the most Western food. To yeah, me. exactly. I'm not trying to make like, that sound like derogatory. No, I hear at you. All. Like that's that's like it's like really nice, tasty mm-hmm. drunk food. And then we went uh, to a brewery and got. Some and then we went to a different brewery and got some other beer. Damn. And then we came back to my apartment. Continued drinking beer and had beer at my because I had cans of beer here. Uh, and then we were like, let's make a drinking game out of one, two, switch, because that's, that's what everyone says to do. And yeah, I guess who drank the did. most? It, Me. It was, it was the bad. one who wasn't driving, which was you. Yeah, that's true. I, I paced myself. I, I well, did also, not drink you that didn't much. drive me home because you're like, dude, just walk home. I yeah, like, right. I, I didn't drink that much <laughs> when we were out. And then by the time we got back, yeah, I was definitely like, all right. Uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> one, two, right. switch. Um, I don't Pretty like that fun. game at all. Pretty. <laughs> You, you don't like, like that g- game at all? Uh, Wait, you don't? I do not. I think you <laughs> liked it. A lot. You liked it a whole lot of the time. I'm just, I, I'm I was drinking, say. and I kept thinking maybe it's because <laughs> I lost everything. But like, no, man, you 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 won way more. I games won a couple. Than you say that you did. Look, most of those games are barely Mario Party mini games. That's Listen, my thing. It's like they you, are you, so you, thin. You did a Snapchat the next night that you didn't remember that you took. So yeah, I'm not sure well. we can trust your opinion on the quality. Okay. Of this game. <laughs> I remember taking it after I saw it. I just don't remember like the act of taking it, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, it was. It, that, there's so many games on there, just like okay, like there's no depth to this. There's no real like rhythm at all to any of these. Or, like the air guitar one is pretty bad. Uh, I didn't get that one at all. I, the one that that threw me off the most is the one that probably actually has the most skill to it, which is the ping pong one. That I just could not wrap my head yeah, around. Yeah, that one was okay. Like all the games just seem like. Half like Wii Sports, half baked into like Mario Party mini games. Like they're if just this, so shallow. If this was not fifty dollars, I would. Oh, I personally would recommend this game. Uh, if it was even then, like if it was a packing game, I maybe, but like maybe, I enjoyed, maybe ten dollars, twenty dollars, maybe. But like this, this is a dumb party game that you're not supposed to play with just you and one friend. Yeah, after that might be drinking thing. by yourselves all night. Like <laughs> you should you should this have is what I was going to say is that this is like definitely a game that you play with like a group of like 5 4 or more people I would say. That's what four I was going to say is it's it's called 1 2 Switch and all the games are 1 to 2 people, but it definitely doesn't seem like a game no, that I think you should be playing. There, there are like all two people. What's up? I don't, I don't. I think they're all two people. Oh, okay. I thought Give there were take, some like, that one were like two. one, and there's you like, take turns. There's two that you take turns. I think. Oh, okay. Well, the, well uh, there's, there's there is a mode. One. There is a mode to play with like more than two people, but it's just yes. a swapping type of thing, kind of. Yeah, like, but uh, like you, it, you form two teams. Like it records the points and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it's definitely a you don't know Jack style. I think what's shocking about it to me is that there's just so little game besides mini games. It's just like you literally start up. There's no menu screen. It's just a scroll between all the games and then the party mode and then the random select mode. Totally. Like um, I think there's a lot of style in the way they shot the videos. I think those are really fun. Those are so fun. They're, those they're are pretty really, funny seeing all the people. There's a great clown. There's a great clown picture. Uh, <laughs> great. Like, everyone's dressed up in whatever the game is. So, like, the, the monkey rock stars one, are playing the, the air guitar. The pretty great. The gorilla one is pretty funny. The gorilla one is two pretty people awesome. In, in gorilla suits, and one is, you're trying there's, to attract there's the hottest. Ball, there's balls in the cup. Balls in the cup, you gotta feel them. Balls in the cup. Uh, what's you your thing? HC Rumble? HD Rumble, uh, it's <coughs> I think it's okay. It works, but I don't know. I was, I'm not like 100 percent hot on like, it. I like think it's it, okay. Like you, like it shouldn't be a like a feature that was actually showcased or whatever. I mean, it is cool to feel like the rumble on different parts of the controller because it's kind of what it is with a little bit of haptic feedback. But like, 
I don't know. It's a little imprecise still. It's so, it's definitely more interesting than just like a rumble. But so, what is... would you guys say is the best one two switch mini game then? Uh, what was the best one? Uh, I really liked. Uh, man, that's really hard. The gorilla one is probably one of my favorite ones. The gorilla one's really funny. But the I think one's the, pretty great. I think the, the draw one, the one where you shoot each other. That one's that. That's the classic one, and I think that definitely. It's so nice they made it twice because there's a fake draw one where it's does like it, you can yeah. fake it out. So it there's there's work. there's one where it's like ready, steady, fire, and he'll like say that at different timings, right? And that's uh-huh. that's the main that's the main one. But then there's another one where he's like ready, steady, banana. No, he'll say he says <laughs> F. Everything he says oh, begins shoot, with right, F, like right. friends, falter, fire. Yeah, and then I and, and then eventually it. he'll say fire, and then that's the one where you got it. Actually, see, that was the thing is like I was watching a, I think it was like an IGN like recap of the best to worst, uh, or no, excuse me, worst to best one two switch games, and there were a couple of games that I thought appeared twice, but I guess they were just kind Three of versions, yeah, like remixes variations of. of uh, the baby game is really creepy too. The creepy. <laughs> they said that that was the the worst one. Yeah, the that one. Was I don't one disagree. Of the worst. It's pretty bad. It's pretty it weird. Pretty it terrible. was that I, one. I, I, by I, the I, air guitar. Those were their two least favorite. Oh ones. yeah, the, the air, air guitar. The sweet. air guitar is just a bummer because that one has the potential to be so damn cool. Like and and the video for it is so amazing. Like yeah. the video before all the videos of so them make it look way more the, fun than they actually the, are. The music that it, that it has playing during it is pretty great, but like butt rock. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's just like the most generic, like royalty free sounding track ever. But it's it's so great. Uh, but yeah, that's what like what you do doesn't seem to actually like matter. Um. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? The ball one is actually pretty cool. The the HD Rumble is pretty is pretty cool. I was bad nah. at it. Ethan beat me every time. But, I was whatever about it. Um, I thought that the liars dice one was pretty fun. Oh, that, one that, that, that one actually the, the most the rotate skill. one was kind of fun. The one where you have to rotate. The, the one you have to rotate the tour. Yeah, I mean, I think this game is definitely not worth fifty dollars. I want to clarify that, but I enjoyed it and I thought it was. It, this is a fun. This is gonna be a fun thing to bring I want to try it again with more people. Because exactly, I think it might be more fun to watch people do these yes, games instead yes, of just playing them. Yes, yes. This game is yeah. definitely a like. If everyone in the room has already played one two switch two times, then this probably is not going to be a game that you're going to bring out again. But if it's yeah. like, hey, check out this new console I just got. You want to see like weird stuff it can do, and you oh, or or hey, all my friends are over. They don't play video games. Let me here hold this controller and hit the button when when it says go, like like you know that kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Yeah, the the it it seems like a fun uh, a fun kind of B title for the launch, but it also does not seem like it's worth the full price that it's yes, asking for. It should be twenty, if it's, that. I think it's also weird because they also just shot video of actors doing this stuff and it's like, dude, that's way cheaper than making like animation, I feel. What do I know? What do I know? Man, those are Pens. all SAG actors, man. Yeah, yeah. All those all that yeah. It was great to. seeing some of the actors being in different videos too. Cause it's just like, oh, that guy. Hey, it's we, that guy. There's, there's a random screenshot which I don't think either of us meant to take, but there's a screenshot of our of just of these two girls like looking at each other from like the catwalk one. And it's like they're like they both look really catty. They're both like mm. <laughs> mm, what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's pretty funny. 
What was I going to say? Is all, um, all the expressions on their faces are really great. They're all overacting like crazy. Cause now, of, you, know, now you say idea, you, but... you mentioned a screenshot. Um, so the, the the Switch actually has like a, a built-in like a screenshot PS4 and screen like share, share thing. Yes. So what you can do is you can hit the screenshot button anytime, take a picture of what you're looking at, and then it will go into your Switch's uh, screenshot section in the main menu. You can then go in there and edit the picture, which basically just means add text to it wherever you want, which is, like, pr- pretty smart, to be honest. It's, like, a basically it's, – it's, like, a very basic Snapchat. There's no filters, yeah. no no anything like that, but just, like, add dumb text and, and then post straight directly to Facebook or Twitter. Um, you can bet it's going to be some pretty fun, pretty great images saved with this with this game. I, with these, with, from this console, I should say. Yeah, I mean, um, we didn't really talk about, actually, the Switch itself, but, like, it's – it's bare a bones, solid console. but slick. It's bare bones, but slick, if that makes any sense. Like, there's not a lot going on in it. Like, you can explore the menus and see all that stuff. It's not like the Wii U where it's like, what does the Weverse do? What does this do? But maybe it's just because the Wii U felt like it had more because it took forever to load everything. Yeah. But this game is this uh, console is just like everything loads instantly. It's quick. This, it's this fast. Feels it's like, this feels like a really nice tablet too. It's also yeah. very trimmed down or trimmed down right now. There's like not really like yeah, the, not the a eShop lot. is there, but with nothing in it and. All the eShop titles are in one screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to scroll at all. It's and there's no, and there's no like, there's no like other pages. It's not like, oh, you know, search for more top games, featured games, like that. Kind of, it's just like, nope, this is the entire eShop right here. This page. <laughs> I, yeah. There'll be there'll be more soon. A bunch of uh, independent ones are coming out this like this month. So, and there's a, actually, there's actually like ten or twelve games out in Japan right now. Apparently. You can just get Othello for 500 yen. Wow. Oh, man. Create a, create a Japanese eShop account. You can do that. Yeah, I wow. think that I think that's – going back uh, a couple steps, I think that's my one, um, like, bit of, like, sadness playing Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild on Wii U is that I just – I can't show anybody what Does I'm it use doing. the gameplay? Does it use the um, gamepad, I should say? What's up? Does it use the gamepad no, at all? No, actually, that's the thing. Is okay. So the gamepad has one command, and it is tap gamepad to play on gamepad. So that's you can stupid. The, so you can well, switch no, they... the entire uh, like you know display and everything to the gamepad and just play on that. Or yeah, they... I was really disappointed by that's that it. because I thought about it and I was like, man, they have all well, this they... like because on the on the um such version you can switch like a pro HUD version. Uh-huh. Which gets rid of like the hut or the uh, mini map. It gets rid of the noise. It gets rid of the like temperature meter and a couple other things. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be cool if that was just all on the gamepad? Like you could set a setting to just put it all on the gamepad on the Wii U version. You know, um, I'll I'll check to see if there's anything like that there included. Isn't. I'm pretty but... sure they've confirmed that there isn't. Okay, because well, yeah, like they they clearly intended. I mean, like obviously this game was coming out for the Wii original Wii U originally, so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what the original intention was, but, um, but uh, yeah, I think that after they realized they were going to put it on the Switch as well, they didn't want the Wii U one to be better. Yeah, it's and funny I think it, that like if you could have all that stuff on the Wii U gamepad, that would make it a better yeah, version. It a better it's game. funny how like the Sheikah Slate feels like oh this was this was like a one to one like supposed to be like a one to one with like the the Wii U gamepad. Is what it feels like. Yeah, and and it's like that's just now a weird thing now because it's. it's I mean, the Switch is like a tablet, so yeah, works, I but... guess you're right, but you're not like holding the tablet 
when not you're playing the, time, the game yeah. on your screen on the screen as in the gamepad so. you'd be doing that but um oh what else was i gonna say yeah so like yeah i i was i actually i i think it's it's all right playing it on the gamepad like uh i i played it the other night with all the lights off just put just in bed playing it on the gamepad but uh yeah so that's all it does you can do, you, you do that with the switch version too it's so nice. you guys also played snipper clips as well we did yeah that was ethan, kind of our, our game of the weekend ethan talk about that while i go pee Okay, uh, <laughs> Snipper Clips is a sort of physics puzzle type game where physics are very heavily involved and puzzles are very involved. Um, but it's a co-op game. That's kind of the thing about it. Is you can't, I don't think you can play it single player. You might be able to if you could switch. I think you can actually. I believe there's a single player, but it seems like it kind seems of a like bummer. that's that's not fun. That's not the way to play it. There's actually a four-player mode as well, which doesn't seem fun with two people as well. Um, yeah. So this game, basically, the main mechanic is. You play as two pieces of paper. If you overlap each other, the other person can clip out part of that other person and create, like, a unique shape. And that unique shape might, like, interact with physics differently. Like, one of them might be able to... If you cut out a bowl, you might be able to collect goo in it or something, which can then you can transfer somewhere else. Or if you cut it out into uh, a platform, you could stand on it and uh, fit it in certain areas. Or you can uh, cut it out to be, like, a sharp point to pop a balloon. Like, there's tons of things like that. But you have to kind of figure that stuff out. Like, it doesn't tell you anything um, about that stuff. For example, we there was uh, I mentioned the popping the balloon. That's something we couldn't figure out for a very long time until we accidentally I stumbled upon the IGN while they were streaming it um, as a Twitch launch. And they were showing how they popped the, one of the balloons. And I was like, oh, we have to pop all the balloons. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, that, that, was like the only, is, that was like the only one that stumped us completely, I feel like. Yeah, all the other ones we kind of figured out after a while or kind of brute forced them, which, like... Uh, this is a fun. This, it's a very physicsy it's puzzle very game of like game. that you can you know, you can kind of just like yeah. It's not the as janky you... as some of like some of the indie games. That no, are it's definitely physically not. like uh, Besiege. You can do some pretty janky stuff. It's not like on that level, um, but it's super fun playing like playing co-op. Like because you're just communicating with each other. Like okay, what if we do this? You try it and it's like okay, it didn't work. You grow yourself back and you try mm. to cut it yourself out again. Uh, it's really good. I really like it a lot. Only complaint, I think me and uh, I think Matt can. Uh, agree with this but it is quite short there is only three worlds and i yes. feel like five might have been the perfect number like five there's like, been... and there's like 15 levels per world yeah. so we're talking about we're talking about and all... 45 levels which is a lot but it's just, honestly most levels in a weekend most levels are pretty dang good like there's maybe only like five or six i was like eh that was whatever and there is and there is also a two to four player mode that we didn't play which i think has yes. unique levels by itself yes so. so whenever we get more people around we'll give them all joy cons and they can play see uh, that's what i was uh, i was gonna say is that like the the the, ver- the concept of snipper clips seemed like it was really neat uh but i was also a little bit worried in terms of like just how much could you get done with that basic concept and maybe that's why that's why the game is so short is that maybe. there's only so because, much you can actually accomplish with that. Yeah, they don't really repeat a lot of mechanics either. Like they do, but each time they're adding like some new challenge or something to it. But I feel like it has that feeling where you look at a puzzle and go, "Oh man, how is this even going to happen?" And then you kind of piece it together. Oh no, this is easy. We just do this, this, yeah, and boom. And it there's worked. some really and cool, smart. really creative, like, and every single use of the. Th- the puzzle is different 
Yeah. Like every single you, you almost never there's a couple like there's a couple repeat themes but uh, like you get these little unique little areas where it's like you got to guide this lady through a maze, you got to deliver these eggs to a basket, you got to put this basketball through this hoop, you know, you got to do all this different cool stuff and it reminds me kind of like a mobile game like Cut the Rope, but you know with the two players it really adds a whole new dimension to that type of uh, puzzle gameplay that seems uh, at home on mobile, but yeah, again, co op. It sells co-op. Ethan, Ethan adds, adds a whole new. It has a whole new dimension, man. Yeah, I definitely. It definitely was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I recommend that game. I think that for twenty dollars, I think. I mean, maybe it could be a little bit cheaper if you're ex- if you want to <coughs> like kill some time with uh, someone else. Uh, it's perfect for that. Like, that seems fun. like the right price, though. Like, yeah, it, that seems like the right price. That feels like what. One, two, switch probably yeah. should be, but may, uh, I mean, then you're talking about half the half the switch lineup being being you know twenty dollars. So I would argue that Zipper Clips is a much better game than One Two Switch. Zipper Clips, Snipper Clips, Zipper Clips is a sequel. Snipper Clips, cut it out together, and yeah. Zipper it's Clips full, the sequel the is put it together. together. <laughs> you, have to, you have to stitch each other back together in like certain shapes. Yes, that could work. Wow, we've already, we've already, look at this, we've already saved that, mail that idea to yourself, gentlemen, before, before whoever develops <laughs> snipper clips, zipper clips, zipper clips, so, zip, zip it up together, alrighty, uh, uh, that's, stuff, I guess. that's all of the Switch games, um, oh wait, we didn't talk about Zelda, um, so, <laughs> no. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, man, I've been loving this game so I much, I named my I, first horse Apples. Uh, that's a smart. I couldn't think of a good name for my first horse, so I just put in something stupid. Uh, but it's just a temporary horse anyway until I get my real horse. Oh Absolutely. man! All right. Uh, I found a tower that has a bunch <laughs> Matt, of the stop. guardians. God dang it! <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. That's fine. Right. Spend <clears throat> enough time on this game. Right. It's amazing. It is the second coming. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I'll just update myself. Yeah. Um, How's, how's, the Witcher, how's the Witcher coming? Oh, wait. wait oh, uh, I played I played more <laughs> Witcher. I've gotten a little farther in uh, some Skellig side quests. I've been clearing those out pretty quickly. Still good. Man, that game's still good. There's always, like, a time where I'm like, man, they got to keep the narrative going. Is, is these side quests getting boring at some point? Nope. They're always interesting and have some crazy stuff going on. Um, but anyway, I uh, played some more Bloodborne. You guys, I streamed it. I played killed Braum. I killed this uh, finally after, like, that was the first boss where I was, like, literally shaking at the end. And... That's like, it's funny because I came onto the stream. Which, on which, the which one boss was at this? the point you, wrong, boss. the vacuous. Spider. Oh, that's what, yeah. Okay, that's the one we. I came onto the stream like on the on the try that you actually beat him. So it was, I I just assumed that was your first try for some <laughs> nope. reason. No, nope. I think I banged my head against the guy like seven or eight times. Like that was that was one of the tougher bosses I faced. I, I think we found out why afterwards it was so tough for you as well. Yeah, because too. because you skipped a bunch of side areas that are definitely optional, but you skipped a bunch of them, so like you didn't have like the levels that I think yeah. the game yeah. probably expected you to. Ethan, Ethan quickly, yeah, he quickly ran into a very difficult area, and so he's been, you've been kind of like going back and trying to clear out other areas that you had kind yeah, of that I sped past. Yeah, so. Man, that third area when all the Cthulhu stuff pops out, the HP Lovecraft stuff, like man, 
That area is fucking gross. Like, it's just <laughs> nasty. It's just got this disgusting things all over the, the walls. And, uh, I don't like it. But I, I do like it at the same time. It's really a strange feeling. Um, but yeah, that game is still great. I'm going to probably stream some more of it. Maybe not this week, but maybe next week. This week's kind of busy for me. Uh, the other game I played was Layers of Fear, which came out for free on um, Xbox Gold. So I was like, yeah, the only game I can play. Please, please give me another game. Uh, I wanted to play this game last year because there wasn't really that many spooky, scary games. In fact, we cut this section from our group because none of us played that many spooky, yeah. scary games. Because there really wasn't that many out. Uh, um, the Lost Woods is pretty scary. Yeah, it's just, that mm. came out this year. Uh... Layers of Fear, so you play as this tormented artist guy, and you walk around, and it's basically a walking haunted house game where you do very, very basic puzzles and things pop out at you. Um, there are some really cool moments in this game. The writing is really corny. It's very corny. How corny? Uh, it's like, this person, at one point, he says, like, I had to get a knife. One that was sharp enough to cut flesh. And the flesh, I would then flee from the skin and it was just like what do you like it just seems so on the nose and just like i don't know like hashtag tormented artist type stuff like it just was very corny paint by the numbers stuff mm -hmm. um but there are some they're using unity engine i'm playing on the xbox one it lags really bad in certain parts the frame rate drops pretty poorly um but there are some really neat moments where they have some very cool use of shadows very co cool use of uh repeating rooms but the game also gets kind of repetitive. Like, once you go to a room that's like, oh, man, all these doors, what happens? Oh, I open them up, they turn into bricks. Oh, I can't get out. That's spooky. It happens, like, maybe, like, three or four times in the amount of time I played it, which has only been, like, two or three hours. Um, it has spooked me. It does have a very cool atmosphere. I think the kind of mystery box, not so much the writing, but the mystery of, like, what is happening? Who is this character? Like, what did he do? Because, obviously, he's done some bad stuff. Um... Is pretty interesting. The fact that the game... There's a weird thing where there are puzzles in the game and you can collect keys and stuff like that to open doors, but it doesn't really matter because you're basically insane and just walking around like environments that really don't make any logical sense. There's no like escape room element. It's just you open a door, you walk in, and oh, cool, it's in the next area. Or you find a key and open a door and oh cool, it's the next area. Like there's no real reward for finding the key. It's just like it's just the thing you do to go to the next area and see whatever spooky stuff goes on. Um it seems like they saw PT but didn't really get why it was scary in a lot of ways or what made it special about it. But uh there are some deep moments. I mean it's free on on gold, and I think that's the perfect price. It is a very flawed <laughs> free. Game. Free is a great. Free is the perfect price. I uh, think free price. is the perfect price for this you game. You know, if if every game was free, it'd be the perfect price. That's not true. There's a lot of games that you shouldn't even like spend your time on. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, it is. It is the if you're into the horror genre and like kind of looking for something. I know Resident Evil 7 came out, and that's supposed to be really good, but this is, like, my sad, like, I am so committed to the Switcher 3 beating thing, so I'm going to go through this game that I heard was pretty good. Oh, it's just okay. That's fine. I will probably see it to the end, because I feel like I'm at the end of it. Um, it's not a long game. I don't know. Download it, I guess, if you're into that. So, I guess if you, have, if you have games of gold, you might as well. Yeah, you might as well. You might it's as well. It's the perfect price right now. The perfect price. 
Uh, Ricardo, you got one other game? I think. Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I started up a new character in Dark Souls Three, and I've actually been streaming my run through Dark Souls Three. Um, it's weird how quickly you lose. Well, it's funny because like I started playing Dark Souls Three again because I enjoyed watching Ethan play Bloodborne so much, but like I don't <laughs> like. Experiencing it through Ethan is kind of the only way I want to really experience Bloodborne yes. right now. <laughs> like, I, I don't really want to go back and try to play the game again. Um, but I do I w- I do feel like I didn't play enough of Dark Souls 3 and didn't give it a fair enough shake. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed that game last year, but there was certain, certainly a point in which I just kind of fell off of it. Um, so I'm trying it again. Uh, really enjoying uh, second playthrough here. It's funny because like I remember a lot of stuff from my first playthrough, but it still does not make a lot of that game easier. Like it's still such a still such a tough game, but uh, really beautiful, really uh, cool. And I mean, it's Dark Souls, so this it's kind of all I have to say with it. The, the yeah, cur- it's totally different from Dark Souls. It's, uh, it's Bloodborne. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is like <laughs> the blood, the blood echoes. They're not souls. watching. Watching Ethan play Bloodborne kind of like incepted that way of playing the game into my head. Trying to play Dark Souls, and then I remembered, oh no, you actually yeah, have to you take, definitely you, don't. You definitely don't want to play that game. You have to way. be a lot more patient. I can't just swing on this guy. I have to be much more careful. Definitely. Um, so. Yeah, I've been having a good time playing that. I probably won't talk too much about it in the coming weeks, but I'll keep playing it and I'll keep putting the uh my my streams up on the site right now. I, I, there's my first three hour stream up there. I just did another two hour one, um, which will probably be going up at some point this week. So yeah, watch that if you if you missed it. Um, cool. Well, that, I think that's all. Let me check. Uh, that is all the games we've been playing. Uh, guys, I want to get this news and trailer trash without it being midnight. So let's go ahead and get through some of these things a little quicker than we would normally, let's say. It's not that late, but anyway. <sighs> Listen. Stop breaking the illusion. Oh, okay. Uh, we're burning the midnight oil here. Candle at both ends. I listen. I just want to play, just want to play more Zelda. Damn That's it! Real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, guys, cannot... these 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 podcasts have been going on too long. I think that we should just we should just make it a lot shorter and make I it about no, only about Zelda. I have no. This is our weekly Zelda no check-in. Alternative motives, R- Ricardo. Should... R- R- Ricardo, what, what do you say about actually doing a Zelda like check-in podcast, like a short one? Because I was thinking that because, like, Ethan was just saying that, but, like, I was – like, we could have spoilers in it. Like, we could make it up front. Like, hey, we're going to talk about stuff that you might not have seen. If you don't want to, you know, hear spoilers, we could not fill this podcast every week with an hour of Zelda conversation. I think think it's a decent idea in theory. I don't know how much of it is going to just turn into, like (laughs) – just weird anecdotal stuff every single. I, I, every single I don't know. I, that wouldn't out. that wouldn't be bad if it was, but we'll talk about it off air. Um, we can figure that out later if we, if we do want to do. That also, or not. if you're listening, you can go ahead and chime in and whether you yes, want to hear that. Tell or us not. if you'd like to hear more about that because uh, I'd certainly like to talk about it. So, <laughs> um, 
we have lots of Switch news. You cannot currently transfer save games from one Switch to another. Nintendo with another Nintendo-like solution, which is you can't do the thing that you, you just would want to do. do. Yeah. No cloud saves, bro. No cloud saves. No cloud what? saves. You can't. The saves are saved onto the internal memory. They're not saved onto the SD card. Mm-hmm. And even if they were saved onto the SD card, the problem is that your SD card won't work in another Nintendo Switch, even if you take it out and put it in that Nintendo Switch. <coughs> yeah, that's not, that's the most that's, bizarre part to me right here. So it's like you pull it out and it'll say, you put it into the other your friend's Switch and it'll say, this SD card is already being used with the Nintendo Switch. You'll have to reformat it if you want to use it in this... Uh, in this thing. Um, yeah, so Switch, essentially like, oh, right. you can I mean, I don't know if this is a really... And I th- and I use this in a very sarcastic term, clever way of people of getting people to literally take their switch on the go if they want to show their friend their their like you know game save or whatever because you can't just take the SD card if you say like oh I'm at this really cool part of Zelda and I want to show you what it is like you can't take just the SD card out of there with your save game. And put it into your friend's system that has Legend of Zelda because well, you could just it, bring your Switch over, bro. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't know yeah. if that was their way of saying no. Don't take the SD card. Just take your whole Switch over there. Yeah, maybe. Like I don't know. It's a very. It is a very Nintendo solution to to the problem. Yep. And and I guess maybe you can hope that with their online service that they'll be launching later, cloud saves maybe, but I don't think so with how much they're offering and like the fact that it's a con- it's an app, not a. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't think it's. Gonna we'll see be how this thing. goes. Like that's the most of the stuff I feel like with the Nintendo. Switch. In the meantime, like, it's like a good I said, start, but like we'll see how. In the meantime, I said all, all you guys gotta do is just buy docs. You both, you and yeah, uh, totally. you two just just you two just buy a dock each, and then that way I'll bring mine over. You don't I'll have to pay docs for, again. Eighty bucks. I, yeah, like too much for what they—they yeah. they don't have anything in them. At that point, just like, you might as well buy a new console. You might as well buy a Switch. Yeah, they just have like a console. They just have like a port for power and like the plastic shell around it is all it really is. Anyway, some issues with Wi-Fi and controller sync on the Switch. Uh, the controller sync one's been very well talked about even before yeah. it came out of the left Joy-Con desyncing. I've been using the Pro controller mostly, so I haven't noticed anything myself. Um, and I think it only happens when the Joy-Cons are detached from the body of the console. Yeah, it I'm, seems to be like a reception issue sort of thing. Yeah, but I have never... I, it, it, of course, I I definitely have seen it and heard of it, so I know it's definitely a problem. I just I don't know anything really about it myself personally. Yeah, the, I, uh, according to the article, it's uh, Nintendo has suggested if you're losing sync with the left Joy-Con to avoid, like, I, th- I think it was like... Oh, spicy foods. No, 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 no. It was it was definitely like bundles of wires, like I think it was like microwaves or refrigerators, like a bunch of weird stuff is on this on this list that weird. that's apparently they can cause interference with the left Joy-Con and that's what's causing a lot of this desyncing issues. At one point even phones were were mentioned on the the list, but I guess all the phones have been removed at this point as uh, potential issues with desyncing. So that's really weird, especially when you're kind of like you you have you know, you've shown this uh you know, the system to have 
be ma- mainly played with the controllers kind of away from the system or like right. being detached and reattached all the time and stuff to have these kind of syncing issues is a little weird but uh i don't know i don't know what cuz the thing is is a lot of people are saying like it doesn't seem like an issue that can be fixed with firmware so yeah i've read a, a couple of reports that or at least one report where some guy fixed it by ripping apart his Joy-Con and resoldering like an extra wire sort of thing on it or connecting yeah. it, I believe, and that it was definitely one sounds of the like it's a physical warranty, har- but it definitely sounds like it's a physical hardware issue for sure. It sucks, sucks, um, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. So we'll see what happens if that becomes a widespread thing. You might even I would recall or something. I would well, that's say, the th- yeah, and that's the to, thing like, is like that's, those, replace those. That seems like the last thing Nintendo like needs. You know, or, or would want with any new console. I don't think you'd want something like that to happen for sure. Yeah, uh, this uh, also you mentioned some issues with Wi-Fi. I haven't heard of that one as as frequently. Yeah, but. a lot of people. Uh, I mean, it, I guess yeah. It's it's not a it's not an issue apparently that's that's like super widespread. But there has been a, a few high profile cases, including here on this Polygon article, uh, Nick Robinson is talking about how terrible his Wi-Fi reception is uh, when the, like, when the, the switch is anywhere away from the 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 router that he's trying to connect to or hmm. whatever. Like, uh, in fact, Nintendo, one of Nintendo's solutions is to just sit closer to your router when you're Perfect. when you're playing the well, just put it closer to the router when you're playing your switch if you want to connect to wi-fi um so that's that's another kind of hot button issue to look out for i guess again it's it's been it hasn't been super widespread but it's it has i have, I have full bars right now with there, the there have the wall been between enough places. me and the wi-fi right yeah. now it, it could just be the issue of the some some of the hardware out there is uh you know it's not. This is a little faulty. I know uh, uh, another streamer, YouTube personality that I follow, uh, Maximilian, does a lot of fighting game stuff. Uh, he his switch is just not reading cards anymore. So I mean, it seems like certain well, that's really iso- bad. yeah certain isolated yeah, incidents definitely... are happening. Uh, uh, which you know, in this age. With this, with a launch that has so many eyes on it, because so many people are kind of obviously not hoping Nintendo I mean, will fail, but like are definitely looking at it as like, are they, is this is this going to be the one? Like, is this well, going to be? A lot uh, of uh, reports are saying that it is one of the most successful console launches. Well, that's good. And uh, in the what, in Breath of the Wild did really well. Uh, as far in as pure numbers, as far as let's see, we already have numbers. Wow. Yeah, I think uh, so, uh, New York Times interviewed um, Reggie, and he says the uh, well, you Switch... see, New York Times, <laughs> you the <see>. Switch <laughs> is actually the best console He's, we've he ever says, made. He uh, says Friday Saturday sales for Nintendo Switch exceed the first two days in Americas for any system in Nintendo history. The next biggest was the Wii. Wow. Um, Long term comparisons to Wii U, which sold more than 100 million uh, LTD, are tough, but good start for Switch with big games coming. So it's like. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a pretty good, uh, the pretty good so far. Uh, six hundred thousand units in six. Wait, hold on. Never mind. That's a different stat. Never mind. Ignore that. Ignore it. Uh, Ignore that last. Uh, strike it from the record. Strike it from the record. It didn't happen. But Switch yeah, the so record. It's had a pretty good successful launch. Seems like Nintendo shipped enough consoles this time. Unlike the NES Classic. 
Um, we uh, noted that um, that we went on a completely random note. We went to a local like uh, history site uh, where there was a tour, and the tour guide had a very similar way of speaking to Reggie. For oh, did he? <laughs> she, <laughs> she was she, but she definitely had a. I have practiced this routine a lot because I work here. Yeah. So now let's go into the next room where you'll see some very cool things. What could they be? Like, like. <laughs> yeah, it was, and then it was funny because if you talk to her off script, like she's just, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Like that's how it works. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Like if anyone asked her a question or or anything like that, she would just talk normally again. But she definitely had memorized her. <laughs> that's bizarre. Routine. It was very funny. Uh. Was she also like ten feet tall, like Reggie? No, she was no, not. She was actually the opposite. the opposite. She was like four yeah. foot six or something <sighs> like that. Uh, Warren, why did we include this in the news? Warren Spector <laughs> hates VR. I don't uh, know. Warren Spector. This, this Warren is a Spector, Ricardo uh, uh, Warren, propaganda piece. Warren Spector also really hates GDC. Apparently, like he posted on Twitter about like there's too many people at GDC. They can't all be successful anymore. Or That's, something. Yeah, I, that's the thing is, I feel like Warren Spector's entering. I mean, maybe he was always there, but he's definitely entering the old kind of curmudgeon stage. Kind of, yeah. Like, he, like <laughs> he's like, oh man, he made Deus Ex. Okay, uh, you made, Epic, he made Epic Mickey. Mickey. Epic that, Mickey, like man. People like yeah. the first Epic Mickey, even though I think it was pretty bad. But, um, uh, yeah. Okay, it's, essentially he. I mean, essentially, Warren Spector's opinion on VR is just that if, like, if it it's forces, bad, yeah, it's it it forces people to dumb down their games to the point that you know that they can be consumed through this this very narrow lens, no pun intended, of VR. Hey. And to a certain degree, Brilliant. I I agree. Uh, to a certain degree, to I I agree with that sense. Like how deep can a VR experience be with the current technology? I very much agree. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, I, I mean... I, I, I mean, just... I don't know. Here's the thing. Is you you could... Pl- uh, I've heard a lot of people play all of Resident Evil 7 throughout the, the entire yeah, game. Yeah, that is the one game I just, that I feel like... Yeah, I just think that with the current technology, though, even that, like, that's limited. I don't know if you heard the stories, but, like, they, they implemented a gameplay mode where when you turn the camera in that game, you turn it as, like, a cut it's not a like yeah but i mean uh, that like, doesn't i feel like it's still a playable game you can sure no no i'm not like saying thing. that I, I don't think i agree with that no i don't think i agree that like no games are playable ever i'm saying that like i find that vr is a limiting thing not a like the the, the pitch of vr is think of all the possibilities when you're in the game right like that's the whole point that was like the, i was the dream before the oculus existed right like what if you could yeah. put on a helmet and be in the game? Crazy! That'd be awesome. And that's what Oculus and Valve and and Vive and um, all those things are are going for. I find that turns out what you can do is make a first person game that's either usually horror, maybe a shooter if you want to try and go <coughs> risky on it. And most likely you're standing in place or teleporting around because the camera movement is too weird for people to yeah their brains wrapped. There head are around. some limitations and people are experimenting with it, but you know. Uh, I do. I do see where he's saying where he's just like, the games you can't you can't do the same. Like you have to make these games are dumbed down. But it's also like I don't know. Like this is still the early days. To be fair, yeah, it is yeah. early days. So yeah. Speaking of early days, Oculus was like, "Yo, what's up? 
we're going to cut our price what of up? our total package by $200, which what up, I what think up, girl? is I heard you in, like cash. insane, which also makes me go, because I was like, oh, man, what's your alley? Sounds cool. Maybe I'll get one. And then I see this, and I'm like, so oh, now man. Warren's now Warren's but they're totally on board, basically. Is what yeah. Saying. He's like, oh, what? I Never mind. For that it's price? Not... <laughs> For $200 less, I was like, oh, man. I, initially, my Now, you say $200. Like, that's, that is willfully misleading, Ethan. I think that you are an Oculus fanboy. I'm calling you out. They dropped the price of the Rift by $100, and the touch controllers, which are sold separately, by $100. I would argue you need both of those to have a uh, to get the full... VR experience. Then you should. Then you should also argue that you have to get a third lighthouse for room scale. You mean uh, Oculus camera for room scale? Rock, Oculus. I've camera, heard a lot of people say a... that they can do okay without the room scale. Also, they dropped the price of that camera down to six nine sixty nine dollars, which still is nice. Eh, uh, which is still cheaper than the full VR setup for Vive. Uh, so it's it's not really misleading. It's you can still play the whole thing, and I think just having the touch controllers. Is the key component. Um, point is, they cut it by two hundred dollars, which is like, oh man, they're definitely not making money off this thing. They're definitely doubling down on hardware. Also, what's what's up with Zeddy Max, man? Are they are they scared that they're gonna get a cut? Like, I don't know what's going on with that. That's what I'm saying. Reduce, is that, reducing the Zeddy Max cut. Hey man, yeah. you better just you better just take buy this one deal now. Buy, buy one now before before, before you Zenimax can't buy it. Down. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe that's how it go. I don't know if that's fact, but you know, it's just kind of a weird. It's it's odd timing, but uh. Yeah, but I was thinking, like I was saying before, uh, this is $200 off, and I was like, oh, man, that's, like, cool. Like, maybe I'll get one. And I thought about it. I was like, wait a second. Within less than a year, if they drop $200 off, like, $200 is nothing to sneeze at. Like, that's a lot of money. That is more than 20% off easily. Um, like, obviously, things are going to advance. Things are going to change. They're going to drop the price even more of all these things. Like, you might as well just wait. If, even, if anything, they gave me more incentive, just wait and see how these things plan out. Because they're gonna have new technology and all that good stuff. Uh, we have. Let's see. Next one is Netflix style gaming announced for Xbox One. Care to? Explain yeah. Further. So I saw this and was very interested by it. It's basically a you pay ten dollars a month to Microsoft, and you can download over quote a hundred games. Uh, ones that are confirmed as Halo 5 Guardians, Payday 2, NBA 2K16, and Soul Calibur 2, which is a very, very odd, wide set of games. Um, you know, you can play Soul Calibur 2, a well over 15-year-old game, I think. If that's as old as I think it is. Um, yeah, so it, they're finally doing the thing that everyone kind of seemed to want, where it's like, for casual gamers, where it's just like, hey, you pay this money, you get these games, you can download them, there'll be a rotating thing. They didn't really answer a lot of questions, though. Like, I don't know if the if you play a game and it goes off the service, like, and it comes back on maybe later, will your cloud save save? Like, will you still be able to load up your last save if it comes back? Um, so this is kind of their answer to PlayStation Now, which kind of has been doing a similar thing. But uh, instead of being able to stream it, you just straight up download the game so you can take it anywhere. Uh, they mentioned that it was going to come to Windows 10 devices initially. But it doesn't seem like that's coming right away. It seems like they're going to focus on the Xbox One launch and then maybe move to Windows 10 in the future, seeing how it goes. Um, I think this is really cool. I think this is uh, probably the death blow to Gamefly, if anything. Uh, maybe <laughs> not, because Gamefly has newer games. Well, what's they... Gamefly? Man, yeah, is exactly. Gamefly even still around? Yes, they are. Jesus. They're still around. And they still deliver titles to your door. 
Um, although apparently they take a while. I was looking at reviews. I was just curious about them if there was maybe a better option for playing the newest games. Seems like there's a lot of problems with their delivery service. So I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of good. But uh, yeah, we're kind of. I think this is a very. This is kind of what people want Nintendo to do with their thing, where it's like, oh man, this is the NES game. Pay some money with their service, and you're gonna get this cool game for a while, and then it'll go away. But you know, you'll probably have enough of a good time with that. Um, I don't. This could. This could change a lot of things. I. I think it has the potential to change. Uh, how people play games, especially like a casual gamer, because you know. One game costs 60 bucks, or you could have six months of over 100 games to pick and choose from, you know? And a lot of people don't need to play the, the latest game that comes out, you know? Some of them just need to play any game as long as they're, like, something they haven't touched or heard of, you know? I'm curious how the mainstream will embrace this, because I think it's very good for them. It depends on how it depends on the catalog, I think. That's, that's going to live or die on its catalog, I think, 100%. Yeah, and I'm a little wary of it, because Halo 5 Guardians, I'm like, that's a good pick. Payday 2... Okay, that's fine. NBA 2K16, well, that's cool for the people who are kind of less into sports games that kind of still want to play them. And then it's like Soul Calibur 2 is the roundup. It's like, uh, well, I guess that means they have a lot of variety, but... Uh. Yeah, that's, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it, like when Netflix first launched it, its streaming service, it kind of sucked. So, it did. Uh, but if they can't get more games than that starting point, then they're going to run out of members pretty fast it looks like they have uh saints row 4 on here gears of war ultimate edition mad max uh, terraria tech and tag tournament so i mean you know older games games that might have appeared on games for gold at and some point do not do not freaking put do not buy that game for terraria buy that service for terraria <sighs> Do not do do not pay a monthly fee for a game that you can get for like ten fifteen bucks and play forever. That's a really really long slash infinite <laughs> type but, game. But you could also think that maybe people are subscribing to this just to try games, and if they like sure. it, they'll go in and buy it. Like I want to keep trying sure. forever, you know, sort of thing like that. Because that game is really cheap and inexpensive. So I I think this is this could potentially be something pretty big, uh, depending on how they handle it and how it goes. Because I think EA Access has been doing this kind of a similar thing where it's like, hey, you get to play older games. But, again, that's just EA games. Like, this could open up to a whole new catalog. And it seems like they have um, a few developers on board. At least a good, like, it seems like a handful, like maybe a dozen or so on board to support this. So, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. It's an interesting development to me. No Man's Sky wins Innovation Award at GDC... But team is not there. And again, more pro- more editorializing from Ricardo in this. <laughs> it's in not game. editorializing. It, it's no, I, I, I think it's just the content, like the this the selection of of, of, of of picks of what headlines are in this. <laughs> Look, man. Um, the, the, you you just want to complete the narrative that No Man's Sky doesn't have a development team. That no, there is no there is no dev team. So yeah, so. Uh, Hello Games at GDC, which was this past week. Uh, not a ton of news came out of that. I think because they actually refocused GDC on what it's supposed to be, and that it's a game developers conference for them to talk about game development and not necessarily talk about new games that are supposed to be coming yeah. out. 
But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so uh, this according to this Polygon article, uh, No Man's Sky developer Hello Games won the award for innovation at GDC, but clearly wasn't expecting to. As a result, the indie team wasn't there in person to accept its award from host Tim Schafer. Um, I'm interested into what that award is. The details of that award actually mean. Let's see. What's the innovation award, and why was No Man's Sky picked? Oh, I don't even know what the other games were, but uh... I'm not sure. But they do have a list of other winners here at GDC. Uh, best debut was uh, Firewatch from Campo Santo. Okay. Sure. Best audio was Inside from Play Dead Studios. Innovation was No Man's Sky. Uh, best technology was Uncharted 4 Thief's End by Naughty Dog. Fair enough. VR slash AR was Job Simulator. Best visual art was also Inside. Best narrative was also Firewatch. Best design was Overwatch. Best mobile slash handheld game was Pokemon Go from Niantic. The audience award was Battlefield 1, and game of the year was Overwatch from Blizzard Entertainment. Hmm. hmm. I just want to know what the innovation yeah, I'm not award sh- meant. Because, like, if we're talking about the technology behind it, it definitely had very advanced... And, like, the entire game was, like, procedural. Like, like almost nothing was handcrafted in that game, which, the, the you know, the tech, is, to, the tech to build that's pretty advanced, for totally, sure. Totally, but, then, but about. then Best Technology was awarded to Uncharted 4 at these end, which... Yeah. I mean, maybe that But maybe, maybe the innovation say, of coming up with a brand new technology yes, for making... Yes, I, I feel know, like I, that yeah, must like, be it, whereas Best Technology is perhaps best... Technical uh, art. Yeah, I was going to say, or, like, display of a given technology, which, I mean, Uncharted 4, everybody says, looks beautiful and looks like one of the best games. Names ever. Although Horizon Zero games. Dawn is apparently taking that uh, torch uh, in, the, in recent weeks. Yep, I have I've heard that game looks great. Um, I also have no desire to play that game for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why it is. But, uh, yeah, so... Hello Games. I don't know what I don't know what to make of, of them not being there. I guess again they just weren't assuming. They just didn't think that they were going to win. But after a while, but, the negativity of everyone else gets yeah. to you, you know. Well, they 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 one of the tweets that they wrote out at, afterwards was like, "We were just at dinner talking about how we definitely weren't going to win an award." Dot dot dot. And it's like, oh, really sorry, we didn't. <laughs> That wasn't us. Not many. That wasn't us trying to be rude. We just genuinely didn't think that that was gonna be a thing. So, and we were hungry. Yeah, probably that too. I mean, GDC's pretty busy. Uh, well, that's all for the news. Um, I guess that means it's time for trailer trash. Trailer trash now. I'm choking on spit over here. Get her done. This is a very, yeah, yeah it's trailer trash, very procedural. It's interesting how, like, sometimes Ricardo chokes on his own spit, sometimes he you know, shoots you with an arrow. It's very best technology. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands launch trailer, because that game is out tomorrow or today or maybe yesterday, depending on what day you're listening to this. Do you like... Uh, remixes, modern remixes of old no. songs. You like blowing and stuff up every time with your fans. 
Do you sure. like a bad guy named El Sueño, <laughs> who is wait, wait, not wait. our good El, friend Brandon? El Brando? Well, he is, he is Senor Sueño. This is well, just El Sueño. The Sueño? The so Sueño. You're, he, he's just so Mr. Brandon, Sueño. This, this, and this is Brandon's son is what you're saying. Or his rival. Yes. There can only be one Sueño. Or they're part of the Sueño gang. There can only be one Sueño. There can only be one Sueñista. Listen, you blow a bunch of stuff up in this game and you gotta get the cocaine. That's what we you know. Gotta it's get the same it. thing. You the same thing. You gotta cool take down the cartel. You gotta get the cocaine. You gotta wear a cool baseball cap while you're firing your AR-15. <laughs> into a crowd of Latin American cartel, or I guess maybe South American cartel people. It's not clear. Regardless, this game actually looks okay. I probably I'm really looking play forward it, to the new. I'm looking forward to the new Breath of the Sueño. <laughs> I honestly would play it if I had a bunch. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those games where it's like, I could convince you to play it when it's down to like $10 maybe, $15. And then get a group together. And then get a little group together and play it, because I think that'd be super fun. I would play that game, but... I can't tell if this oh. is still... I want to know how... Oh. I, I was going to say, I can't tell if this is still the, like, more technical, like... Uh, yeah, like how much past, Tom Clancy is exactly, in this? Exactly. Like, past Ghost Recons have been very tactical, very, like... I hear it's oh, very my much guy got not. Clipped. I don't I think it's, it's very much My not. guy got clipped by a bullet, and now he's moving at, like, a mile per hour. Yeah. This, so. this, this seems more like the Tom Clancy we saw in Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah. Mm. And perhaps even, perhaps even like, like I don't know. The thing that thing that makes me pause in this game, even playing with friends, is that like Far Cry Three, you could play with friends the entire way through if you wanted to. Yeah, no, you could. By all means, by all means, I'm sure that's a fun game, but it just did not do anything for me you, you, at you, all. You couldn't so. do that. But just, yeah, just uh, correcting that. I thought that you could. I have the game and tried playing it. You cannot do that. You cannot play the entire game uh, with friends. You can play. I thought it was just once you got past like the first beginning part, you nope. can. There is a special mode you can go in, and you can do certain parts of the missions. You can do like uh, certain aspects of it, but you can't play the actual game. You can't play any of the story missions. Just like filling out outposts and stuff. Oh, it's kind bad. of a bummer, honestly. Still, even then, I it wouldn't. It wouldn't have sold me even if you could have played it with friends the whole way through. Mm. Regardless, this game looks fine. I'm sure yeah. it will sure, be yeah. okay. But you know but what you game know looks awesome? Looks, you know what game looks flashy? You know what game looks hot? You know what game has sizzle? It's the Persona 5. Oh, Persona, Persona 5. 5 the sizzle trailer. The sizzle. And, I don't know what the sizzle was, but it was everything. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much everything. I just look at the trailer. I mean... Just look so at it. This is... This is a, a Persona 5 trailer that has... Features all the characters... Saying lines of dialogue with di crazy in-game and anime cutscenes and gameplay stuff flashing in and out, and uh, it just—it's hard to talk about the style of Persona Five, but it's—it's it's just so like impressively cohesive in just how flashy and cool and style and stylish like everything looks. I'm really excited to play this game, honestly. This game is looks very good, and I'm uh, very bummed that all my PS4 up here with me. 
to experience it. I guess it comes out in a month. Don't worry, I've got Breath of the Wild. It'll last me forever. Hopefully. This comes out in a month. I'm excited to play it. It's definitely going to be something different from the games I've been playing recently. So, uh, it's just a solid trailer that showcased all the wackiness happening in this game. Uh... Kind of in the same vein is Tokyo, Tokyo Twilight, Twilight Hunters. Hunters Daybreak Special Gigs. This is the Steam trailer for this very long Is that the entire type. name of the game or that is that is, just a trailer? That's the whole name of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I believe it's Tokyo Twilight Hunters Daybreak Special. And then second subtitle is Special Gigs. Yeah. It's a name. So, yeah, it's a it's quite the name on here. Um so this was a weird like tactical ghost hunting like turn-based game but it, it too looked really stylish. It had a really cool sound like song playing on the on the trailer. It sounded really cool. Uh, I was really surprised because I didn't expect much of anything out of this yeah, trailer. Yeah, you can, can kind of tell the quality of the trailer beforehand if it has, like, a bunch of views or not. Just kind of a general gauge. It's not always true. And this is one of the ones that only had, like, 38 views on it. But it was mm-hmm. uh, very good. It actually kind of made me go, like, oh, man, this game is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, whether the actual game itself is worth playing is, is you know, up to when people actually get their hands on the game. But... Uh, the the trailer did a good job of convincing me this is something that I should actually look into, but it's a uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool trailer. Very much so, for sure. Another really cool trailer. Uh, yes. Uh, do you guys remember? I'm sure. Everyone, I mean, everyone remembers it. You know, the big, the big release that it was. Uh, Sticks, Master of Shadow. I think that was the subtitle of it. Uh. Sticks, Master of Shadows, <coughs> Shadows, most plural. Um, you know, you know, like I said, hit game. Everyone played it. It was on the minds of everybody at the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now we got a sequel, Sticks, Shards of Darkness, uh, and it's got co-op in it. And this is the official co-op trailer. Uh, uh, with that, while well, we joke about the first game not really getting much buzz, it. Never sound like it felt like a bad game. Like I saw, but I remember seeing footage of it when it came out, and it just was like, okay, that looks like a cool stealth game. But I'm not really into stealth games I, myself. So. I feel I feel like it was very much in the vein of something like a like a Call of Juarez Bound in Blood, in that it's a genre game that is actually really really solid, but not that many people actually probably played the game. Uh, this is a stealth action game where he plays a goblin man. I'm assuming that guy's name is Styx. Yes, that, that main goblin guy is Styx. That is him. But now he's got a little goblin friend. And uh, you, one of your friends can be that goblin guy and mm-hmm. help out on these crazy wacky stealth missions where you're luring guys into traps and you're... you're distracting guys and then jumping down from an upper level and stabbing them in the head and doing all these really coordinated stealth attacks and stuff and it's it was a really cool convincing like trailer that this was a this was going to be a cool game uh yeah 
it's it's cool and and it looks like it's well made. The art style looks cool. The um the environments are varied in in cool in cool ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely uh an element of dated pop culture references. Yeah, that was, like the, yeah that was like an odd choice. That was strange. That was the one thing that kind of kept taking me out of the trailer is that they kept making. Because like weird... the, that was in the first game. That was in the first game too. Is that he's like really sassy. Like he's kind of like sarcastic and self aware. Mm-hmm. And I I think he might have even done some pop culture references. But too, he's but that, making that feels very video game protagonist from like 1999. Exactly. He's making like anachronistic references to movies. That but, like, by all not means even modern not... movies. I know, not modern like, movies, <laughs> and by all means, these fucking movies don't even exist in this world that these fucking... Well, and... I, you know, I'll honestly forgive that, because, like, you know, lots of games are irreverent, and that's fine. Um, like, you know, I always found, like, this is super dated as well, now that I think about it, but I always found, like, Spire of the Dragon to, to have, like, or, or Crash Bandicoot had those kinds of, like, yeah, this is not serious at all. We're gonna talk about stuff that, you know, makes no sense for us to have you know, to know what this is, but then, like, at least make those lines funny, or, you Conquer's know what I mean? Like, bad for a day. Yeah, I sure, exactly, like, but don't make to infinity and beyond jokes reference, like, that's yeah. what? Like, that's not even, at the... and, and, and it wasn't even a joke, he just said to infinity and beyond. Yeah, and then, well, like, he was, was like, sliding down a zip line or something, yeah. which was and then, really and then, stupid. And then, and then he's like, I'm not gonna make a Tarzan noise yeah, yeah or something when he's swinging on a rope or something like that and he's like i'm not gonna make a tarzan noise that but was... for every one of those that i was like that's really <laughs> stupid yeah was was uh, actually kind of genuinely funny like was when he's just like uh, oh, fuck. Uh, oh shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. which almost feels like conquer's bad for a day kind of but yeah yeah are is um, there a great mighty poo uh, we'll never know. But, well, we will if one of us buys this game, but I have a feeling that we won't. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World announcement trailer. This Ricardo. is... Yeah. As our expert, yes, go. This is just Fire Pro Wrestling. This looks uh-huh. like the last Fire Pro Wrestling game. But, hey, guess what? Fucking WWE games have been so terrible. Everybody's been just asking for just a re-release of the last... <laughs> Uh, Fire Pro game that came out, and for some reason that never came to pass. But now Spike Chunsoft, the developers of this, and I think they've made some strategy games as well, have a brand new Fire Pro Wrestling here. Uh, apparently coming out quarter two of 2017 in Japan. I don't know when it's heading over west. Hopefully around that same time because... Man, there hasn't been a really good wrestling game in a long time, and this is one of the best uh, wrestling franchises. I'm a little bit like uh, Matt was mentioning it, like, um, like he he the the way the graphical style and everything. Yeah, is, it's did very, not sell me. It's very much PlayStation Two Fire Pro, which was very much like Super Famicom Fire Pro, which was very much the GBA like Fire Pro wrestling games as well. But, like, so, like, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't bother to make kind of an updated style or at least change it a little bit. But I'm, it's, these games have always been about the gameplay, and I'm sure that's still excellent. So I'm excited for it, even if this trailer didn't necessarily do anything. 
to excite anybody who is not a fan of Fire Pro Wrestling about Fire Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not really into wrestling at all. You know me, but, uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> couldn't, can't say I was really sold. Yeah. But if you're into it, maybe that's – maybe you're going to – I mean, I'm sure you're excited that a new one's out, so that's that's cool. I, I am. I hope it's good. I certainly do as well. <laughs> uh, next song we, here we have – There's a, hey, there's a new fire uh, – Firewatch. There's a new Firewatch character coming out. Oh, do yeah? you know that? This, yeah. I'm glad this never changes. Like, we're always going to keep saying Firewatch and Overwatch. God damn it. There's a <laughs> brand new Overwatch character coming out. Uh, and instead of doing, like, one of those really cool Pixar-style introductions for them. I think they're done with those. They're at least done with... They might do another round of those, but I think they're like, those were all for the existing characters, I'm pretty but sure. But they did one for Sambra. Oh, they did, didn't they? My bad, yeah. yeah. I guess they just pick and choose who's going to get featured. Maybe that's whatever. why Sombra took so long to come out. Anna didn't get one. Yeah, she didn't get true. a CGI trailer. No, she didn't. So this is Orisa, who is a repurposed security bot mm-hmm. from Numbani. Uh, this little girl seems to have fixed her up and... And She's, made her personal, like not just yeah. security bot number seven. She is now has a personality, and, and that personality is I'm Marissa. Yeah, that personality is I'm a robot that protects people. Yes. <laughs> so basically, the same as it was before, probably, but like with a woman's voice instead yes, of just a exactly burp, 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 voice personality. Um, it's the no. I'm sure. I'm sure. I haven't seen her voice <coughs> in the game, but I'm sure she'll have some really funny lines, like maybe some pop culture. She'll be references. like to infinity and beyond. <laughs> God, I'm not going to make a Tarzan sing. Ah, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> that'd be pretty great. Yes, that'd be great. Um, yep. That's yep. That was certainly that, a trailer that, that introduced Arissa. Yeah, that was it. I, I, I've, I, seen, I've seen. I've seen her move set. She seems pretty cool. I'm interested to see. Yeah, and I more like playing her. tanks. So like the last couple of characters, like um, Anna was kind of a healer, but not really. Yes. She was uh, no. She's she's very a very strong healer. But yeah, the but is, she's the problem is you'd be very good. Yeah, it's all very precise and sniper based, which is not. I'm not good at that. Scene. And then Sombra never really appealed to me. And not to mention the whole release cycle for Sombra was just kind of annoying to me, so um, never cared to play her. But Arissa uh, looks cool, so I'll probably check her out when she finally gets out of the out of the PTR and onto the actual whatever the live game. The live game. Uh, we also last. Have... Oh, second to last. <laughs> this again. <laughs> Every time it doesn't, the last one doesn't exist. Um, Shake down Hawaii. Uh, so over the over the uh, bit, uh, was it uh, freaking? I'm yes. oh, sorry. Uh, they did a thing. Nintendo dropped a Nintendo Switch that or, uh, direct that I did not actually think about at all that it was coming out. Um, but they dropped a whole bunch of quote unquote nindies. Um, they oh, just God. released a whole bunch of trailers for like a ton of games are coming. I think it's like sixty plus indie games coming to Nintendo Switch, which I think is pretty cool because it within, the, like the, within the first year, the first year, um, 
because I think it was a little uh, sparse, as we all know, the lineup. But um, some of them are, are exclusive games, at least for uh, timed exclusives mostly. I don't think there's any actual. There might be one or two actual exclusive games. I can't tell you that. Um, but one of those is, I think the timed exclusive is Shakedown Hawaii, which is the same guys who made, ah, dang it, what was that one game? Retro City Rampage. Retro City Rampage. That's the one. Um, and so they made this trailer, which is looks like Retro City Rampage in, like, more colors, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Seems... whereas, like, Retro City was very much, like, an 8-bit, this looks more 16-bit. Obviously, both games were, like, cheating in terms of, like, it, it, you know, of what yeah, that's, those they... systems could actually do. But oh, yeah, this... totally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this showed a lot of shooting, like, a lot more than I was actually expecting. Like, I was expecting to see a lot more kind of GTA-style mayhem, but this was a lot, a lot of shooting. Shooting. Okay, but what I really want to highlight is the end box art. Yes, yeah, so you were very you were very hung up on <laughs> this. We, well, we all, we all definitely noted that we all proclaimed out loud yeah, that, how weird it was. But, but then, But yes. Ethan was like, wait, go back. Because the more you look this. at it, the more ridiculous it gets. Because it's just this old dude who's balding and has like a ponytail in this strange suit with shorts. Who on. I believe is the character you're playing. Maybe so. Yeah, might be. Um, and he has a bazooka pointing to the head of this like lawyer-looking dude who's signing something with a very scared impression. Like, it's just so goofy-looking. And it doesn't look like anything in the game no. itself that we yeah, showed, they and, showed. And it's like, it's like in an office building that kind of overlooks, like, a very kind of uninteresting-looking beach. beach. Yeah. Like, it's just a really weird perspective to show from a game. Because it's obviously, like, it's it's an illustrated art piece, and it it's it's decent art, but it's not really showing anything... Like exciting, it's yeah. just like a really weird, awkward, goofy scene. And like, like you don't it's... go around threat. I don't believe you go around threatening people with bazookas until they sign stuff. Like maybe that happens. <laughs> but like that's just this is the weird thing. It just seems so weird to me. In our game, we're featuring going around with bazookas and threatening people until they sign things. Yep. <laughs> we call it that's the, the Godfather game. for PlayStation Two. There's no bazookas in that game. No, games. you just grabbed guys and hung them in the, their pizza ovens until they gave you the money that you needed. <laughs> I played a lot uh, of I played a lot of The Godfather on PlayStation. It's a very strange game to get into, but <laughs> Alright, now we're on our last game. It's War Groove. Are you guys ready for some rhythm? Violence? Oh, there's none of that. Yes. Then you should play Thumper. Yeah. This game is different. This game is Advanced Wars Medieval Edition. Yes. This, which is but which not... is different from Fire, from Fire Emblem. Emblem. From Fire Emblem, yeah. Medieval Fantasy Edition, I guess, would be more accurate. Well, I have to say, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Uh, medieval uh, Game of War? It <laughs> is reskin. War. <laughs> It is, it is van- but it is, it is more advanced wars. wars than fire. Yeah, it's more advanced wars than fire emblem. Uh, less emphasis Definitely. on individual characters and more emphasis on like armies. Um, yeah, which I love the advanced war series. Love it. Advanced wars was great. Um, yeah, and the, like the big, the big kind of caricature, like generals that you're using in this, like as well as very advanced wars ish. You know, and like. 
every army had a commander and they kind of, you know, to determine what that whole army was going to look like or whatever, and that's very much in this war groove game, except that instead of just having a commander power, it looks like your commander is actually a unit on the battlefield as well. Kind of, yeah, war maybe? Groove. I don't know. I, think, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. This game looks sick. I kind of want to get it. It looks pretty thing. cool, yeah. I think it would be a really good Switch game um, because of the portability of it. Might make it a little bit more enticing to play but uh yeah I, I i feel like someone was just like hey you guys <coughs> put so much work in this fire emblem franchise where's the advanced wars oh and then they never like the last i feel like the last advanced war game was freaking a ds game right like it was that weird Wii like version try to like no it was like that weird gritty like oh, realistic God, yeah. version and i never played i played i think i played the first two advanced wars I did too. Uh, both of were both of those on Game Boy Advance, or was one on DS? I think one I was on remember. DS. I could be wrong though, but I know the first one was on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and that one I played and, forever. And then they were like, "Hey, the second one was even better. Well, uh, better received than the first one. You know, what we should do fuck it all up." Yep. But to be Make honest, to, but to be fair, I don't know how those games sold. So maybe they thought that like. Hey, all these Call of Duty games are coming out and stuff. What are the kids like? Realistic violence. That's pretty funny. Which was never what, yeah. which was never what those games were about. It was no. always it was always like if you actually stop to think, it's like, wait a minute, like, like glorifying this whole this battal- like well, this whole battalion of infantry just got fucking wiped out by this artillery. That's terrible, but yep. it's just they're little guys and they just <laughs> and they fly off, off the screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but I mean, eh. um, and that's it. I think that's all the trailer trash. That's it. That is all the trailer trash. So, guys, what wins? I think Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild uh, is my <laughs> pick. Uh, yesterday, I was riding around on my horse, and uh-huh. what happened was, uh-huh. I. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was uh-huh. riding towards. There's later in the game. Yeah. You get, uh, oh wow. You get a camp. You get a what? camera. I I don't. What you get a camp? Oh, shit. What? There's, there's a camp in the game. There's camps in the game. What? No camera. Camera. There's a camera. You're even listening. Ethan's you so intent on. Ethan's so intent on just being sarcastic. What? My story that he's not actually listening it, to me it, at all. It's almost like your story has just appeared in a part that shouldn't belong in the section of the podcast. Ooh, wow. And I'm, be- and I'm being salty. Segre- Mr. Strict Segregationist over here. Listen, man, you want to finish by midnight? This is the only way. This is the only way. This is the only way. All right, well, Persona 5 has sizzle trailer. Persona 5 sizzle trailer. Um, I'll just... I'll just I'll I'm going to say sticks. Yeah, I was actually going to say sticks. Really? Yep. Infinity and beyond than all, I see. Yep. You know what is... I say? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'll see it. <laughs> it wasn't quite. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're mixing it up, but yeah, I think I, I'm gonna have to go with that one. All right, all right, that's fine. Six shards, shards of, of darkness. darkness. That sounds. That sounds like it could be easily like some thirteen-year-olds could easily make that name into a dumb in, innuendo or something. Thirteen-year-old <laughs> shards of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, with that, with that, with that highbrow and insanely clever humor, we'll be ending this week's episode of the Pixel Podcast. You can check us out 
on Facebook and Twitter. Our Twitter uh, is Pixel underscore Legends, and our Facebook is Pixel Legends with one L. If you go to PixelLegends.com, also with one L, you will find our website where you can see all of the cool streams that these two have been doing. <coughs> They've been mentioning. We're talking about Bloodborne. We're talking about Dark Souls 3. We only play Souls games on our stream Souls. for some reason. Um, we will be doing other stuff eventually on there as well. Souls of Souls. I'm going to... I'm going to get my webcam and hold it up in front of my Switch, and mm. that will be the... Hashtag <laughs> quality content. <laughs> no, um, we will uh, do some other stuff in the future. I'm sure these guys will keep streaming their games. Uh, we will also have stuff on iTunes, like this podcast, for instance. Um, maybe we'll do a ZeldaCast? I don't know. If we, if we do do that, it'll probably be going up on our uh, SpoilerCast uh, thread, which we haven't... Uh, um, which we haven't updated in a while, but no. you should check that out. That is called The Spoiling Point. You can check that out on iTunes. Same with this podcast as well. If you'd like to give us a rating interview, we'd really appreciate it for either of those. Um, well, that's pretty much it here, guys. Anything else that I missed? Uh, no, I, th- I think that's, that's about it. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to switch over to Ricardo mm-hmm. at the I'm end of the say, podcast. I'm going to say... Woo-hoo-hoo, <laughs> <laughs>